Scenes. Hi there. Welcome back to the Scenes Podcast. Welcome back to the Scenes Podcast. I'm Graham. I'm Ewan. That's Ewan. Thank you for tuning in. Yes, to another fun-filled episode. Fun-filled episode. We're here on a particularly dreary day. In sunny Scotland. In sunny Scotland. The weather outside is frightful. But the podcast inside... Is so delightful. Yes. Oh, yeah, you know... Nailed it. Rain or sleep or shine. Yep. Whatever the postal service is. The real heroes. Because we're here to talk about something very fun. Yes. Today, Graham, what are we talking about? We are going to be tier list ranking the Indiana Jones movies. Yes. So we're just off the back of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yes, the news release, the fifth instalment. So, you know, we're keen to talk about that. We can't quite tier list this one in the same way we could tier list, like, say, the MCU. Yes. Because there's only really five movies, and I think there's, like, a lateral quality. Yes, I would agree there's, like, well, the distinctions will be different for us, but there's a, there's a very obvious track that it's going to follow. Yeah, you're in my head that there's definitely one after the other. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's still sort of still worth sort of talking about. And it gives us That's a chance awesome. to sort of go through all of the movies as well, yeah. not just about Dial. Exactly. We did rewatch them all in the lead up as well. We did, yes. All four um, of the ones that are on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I hadn't seen them in a while, obviously. I just wanted to see them. Yeah. I'm um, sure you, you were the same pretty much. It was my partner. It's her first time seeing them. Yep. So, yeah, no, we had a lot of fun with that. To lead us in, though, because mm-hmm. Jones is, you know, it's a bit of a cultural icon. Yes, yeah. His impact is a bit of a fun one because... Mm. A lot of people will talk about, you know, Indiana Jones isn't quite Star Wars, but it's still like, you know Indiana Jones. Yeah. But then you think about, like, you know, a lot of people even claim that these days Indiana Jones isn't quite a big deal anymore. Yeah, I think his impact isn't as um as big. It may have been bigger then, but we can't speak to that because we weren't there, obviously. He's like a cultural touchstone. Yeah. I think in this day and age, like... Fail to have real staying power. Yeah. I, or... I that might be a lack of, like, movies, like, when we... When we watched the third movie, I remember asking you why the next one just takes so long to come out, and it's because they just couldn't kind of nail down a director or a script or whatever it was. Yeah, there was a, a lot of like development back and forth. There was a lot yeah. of scripts written. It's weird the whole time between, like, even from what I know, I still think there's more to learn. But it's just strange how, like, especially more looking at it now with Dial of Destiny, like, yeah. a lot of people don't really like click. Not a yeah. bad way, but I, I, people I know are like, oh, there's an Indiana Jones film out, and like, mm. again, it's not like Star Wars, but you would think it is. Yeah. Because of how iconic it is. Mm. I feel like everyone knows Indiana Jones, but they don't not care. I don't want to be harsh about Indiana Jones or harsh about people, but you yeah. know, he, he he's a, a, I say he's a touchstone. He's not so much like a, a present cultural force, but he's a a very large cultural marker. Yeah, like if we're looking at history of cinema, it would be spending a couple of minutes speaking about him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially sort of what it you know for Spielberg for Lucas. Uh, especially in and around Star Wars. Yeah. There's a lot of like interesting stuff to look into around Indiana Jones. I've been watching a video about Indiana Jones video games and about how, you know, Indiana Jones video games are really critical to the development and success of LucasArts, mm. which is like, you know, LucasArts are like titans of industry at their prime, cut down in their prime, some might <laughs> say. What like Indiana Jones represents is like, bigger than sort of the meaning of that you know with Indiana Jones 5 out it's sort of like oh okay there's an Indiana Jones movie but it's more about Indiana Jones as a, as a concept bigger than its individual movies is I think more of like a it makes you think because they are just they're fun adventure movies mm-hmm. they're, they're pretty much always a good watch they are still like yeah they're very hoorah they're very like oh let's run out and 
I don't even know the word. I want to say like gung ho. I want to say like pulpy. Pulpy, pulpy's right, especially the first three. Definitely. The first three are quintessentially Spielberg as well. Yeah. I think um, it's movies, even the fifth one, they're movies of like a bygone era. I think adventure movies are more like, have morphed into more like action movies now. Yeah. So like, I'd call like Mission Impossible an adventure movie. Yeah, they're, 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 it's, but it's just evolved from Indiana Jones. Serious. Sorry, Snake. I was a snake there. Ooh. Where I'd be snake. Snake. Yeah, they're, they're a lot more serious now. I just, I don't, mm. I, not that I would be against them bringing it back, but that style just is sort of gone now for better or for worse. Yeah. But then I, I think there's a lot of debate about is that good or bad? A lot of people, a lot of people don't really think, you know, why are we getting a fifth Indiana Jones film? Yeah. I mean, did we need it? Will it work in the modern culture era? There's a lot of debate about the box office returns of five. Yeah. Because there's a lot of debate about, you know, do people actually want to see this movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. When we speak about it, when we get to it, I definitely fall more on the side of like I don't think we really need it. No, I, 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 there's a lot of movies these days that are like the sequel to another movie, and you know that's a, a growing sort of plague. I think. Yeah, um, I, well, it's always let's just remake it, rerun it, you know, reiterate it. It depends. So it always is. To say, I think. Did you see Toy Story Four? Mm-hmm. See, Toy Story Four was a fascinating one because I really actually thoroughly enjoyed that movie, and I thought it had some really good things to say. Yeah. When you have a definitive end, mm. like Toy Story Three, definitively like. Yes, it. and it's a fantastic ending fantastic to that end. story. So if you're going to do a four... It's going to be different. It's going to be different, or like, it depends. I feel like you're never going to be able to escape it, unless it was so incredible. Mm. Toy Story 4, to me, was always going to make me think, why did we need this? Yes, but it was actually that good. And it was good enough when I'm like, do you know what? Like, we didn't need it. But I'm glad to see but it. But I'm happy I've got it. Yeah. I, I actually, like, the emotion resolution of Toy Story 4 about, like, Woody helping the doll, like, who was, like, we thought she was a villain, but actually he gives up his voice box and it's, like, more about helping her find love in that. But I watched that, I felt that, I'm like, oh, God, do you know what? This movie was justified. Yeah. I had a feeling in the cinema about toys, mm-hmm. again. Yeah. But there is other ones, I can't remember what, but there was a, a movie sequel I remember watching, and I, from the beginning to the end, to walking into the cinema, I just thought, we did not need this movie. Yeah. That's how I felt before seeing Toy Story 4 because Toy Story is like really special to me. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, yeah, I, it's the first movie I've seen in the cinema. Three? Was Toy Story 2, Toy I think. Toy Story 2, okay. I think so. I love that, okay. So it's just connected to me on that way mm-hmm. and 3 ended in such a beautiful way. Yeah, it's a, it's a really delicate line and we'll talk about more when we get to 5, how well 5 succeeds uh-huh. with Indiana Jones, but you always do just run the risk because there's the, both the, the story basis of like, are you going to do something that's worthwhile? Mm. And as I say, the, the cultural basis of like people being like, do we need another Indiana Jones movie? Yeah. So yeah, we'll talk more about that when we get to five because there's definitely, I have an opinion and I'm sure you do too. There's some ground to dig. You know, just before we get into it, you know, Indiana Jones obviously is a weird sort of out of our time. See what we dip in and out. How did you like get into it, you know? Get into it. Uh, it was through my mum who has introduced me to Indiana Jones, Jaws, James Bond, Mission Possible, loads of great movie series. Mm. The first one I've seen was Raiders. I think it was just on the telly. She's got a fucking excellent movie taste. We're all just friends. <laughs> we actually went to see Indiana Jones 5 with me, my partner, Graham, Graham's partner, and just Graham's mum. Yes. I'm like, yeah, let's get Graham's <laughs> mum in. You know, she's a friend. We know that she's part of the movie culture. Valued, like, fantasies podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's also funny because it was my actual my dad for me. My dad, I wouldn't say introduced me to a lot of movies, but he introduced me, Indiana Jones introduced me to Star Wars and the cultural impact of Star Wars on me. Yeah, huge. It's, it's huge. It's nice. And for us, you you know, you say you think you saw Raiders first, but our sort of movie was, was Kingdom with the Crystal Skull. Mm, yeah, that's the one we saw. That was like in cinemas, that was like yeah. the movie, for better or for worse, how that sort of coloured our opinions about it going forward. Yeah. But that's sort of weird to me. 
because it is one of those franchises where it's like, you know, well, we're bringing it back and, you know, we're going to get the new generation on. Mm. Indiana Jones is weird because it's a linear story almost. Like Indiana Jones 4 is about an older Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones 5 is about an even older Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's harder for me to look at like, Indiana Jones 4 is your gateway. It's like a weird one because it's about... An old guy. How being a bit older. I'm even stranger for the kids who are going to be seeing 5 as like maybe their first one. And it's literally about how he's past his prime. Yeah. I don't think it'll land with the kids five. It's Unless more it's just for, a gateway to like get them in. Uh, it's just more for the older gen, I think. Pretty much. Or they can do, I say that you can just use that as an excuse. To go and watch the old go, ones. Let's, kids, let's go, yeah. let's go watch them all. I mean, they should do that anyway. They should watch Because they're the better it. ones. I, you know, Indiana Jones 1, 2 and 3 at the very least are just significant, like really great movies of their time. Really great examples of just fantastic direction by Spielberg. Just, they, they, they have such an unbridled energy about them of the era. Mm. They are just great movies, you know, I, they don't need, I don't even need to, I'm trying to frame them in a greater cultural context, mm. but they're just really good movies. Yeah, they just hit, man, they just hit. They know what they are, they do it great. That's a really good point, I you know, they set a goal list for themselves and then fulfil every goal. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, regardless of how people saw them. Because, mm. you know, like, obviously Temple of Doom, as we'll talk about, is a bit different. But when I watch Temple of Doom, I don't necessarily think of it as being like, like, it still feels like they knew what they were doing. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to bang, 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 accomplish it. Yeah. Sorted, you know what I mean? I love Indiana Jones on the raw substance of the films. Right. I can talk about, you know, emotional movements and, like, greater cultural narrative and that, but, you know, Indiana Jones, while I've tried to say wieldy things about it, I just think they're really great movies. I watched Last Crusade and I just think this is just such a good movie. <laughs> yes. The, 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 oh, well, we'll, we'll walk through. We'll walk through. So we'll, we start with Raiders of the Lost Ark. With Raiders. You know, formerly just, it was sort of Star Wars. It was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. And it, now it's Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. So that was the first one you saw? The first one I saw. So what'd you think? Great. Great. Great time. Great time at the movies. When I saw it, I don't really have much memory of that time. Mm-hmm, yeah. For a rewatch here, it was, uh, it was good. It feels comfortable, you know, watching it. Yeah. It's cosy. Okay. Yeah, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark sets sort of the field you know there's a lot of like not just Indiana Jones but a lot of movies go back through there's a lot of stuff so when you watch that movie you're watching like at that was just kind of speak an actual <laughs> cultural capstone right an actual like the boulder chase yep and the face melting yep and like the the whip and the hat and, you know, and the gun um, said I'm trying not to treat it like a big cultural thing but it's mm. it really is just like oh this is so fundamentally like everything you know this is it and you know Raiders of the Lost Ark is just very 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 well done mm. nothing else yeah they kind of they strike gold with um the balance here I think the mixture of action to like when you see Indy in the, the university and he's like Professor Hatton and he's explaining everything to everybody they mix it quite well better than the later ones I'd say so you're attached to it not just because you want to see the cool action happen you're now invested with like the explanation of what are they chasing Temple of the Raiders yeah the Ark of the Covenant the Ark of the Covenant that's it they're chasing the Ark of the Covenant yeah they're invested in that plot now as well yeah Indiana Jones really thrives on the mystery Mm, yeah all the movies I think all of the movies all have that great element of just like there's a a wacky MacGuffin we don't know what it'll really do and there's just a bunch of like mystery about it there's a bunch of like clues and guides and you know chasing that through Mm. this one best exemplifies as you say like the whole like it knows what it is and it's just really successful at doing it because it just it takes these very greatly paced film yeah just great characters with like clear archetypes we know who Indiana Jones is very clearly yeah 
we know who like Belloc is, Salah, Marion. It's got just such a polished mystery. It, it's got great set piece moments. Mm. It really knows how to revel in its moments from like every aspect, like cinematography, like acting, score. The amazing John Williams is obviously on all these movies, even up to the Dial of Destiny. Oh. I think of I love 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 the the scene in the map room mm-hmm. where he has the staff and it shows the way to go. Yeah, I love obviously the ending with the arc and just the nightmarish grotesque like face melt. Like, what is that about? Man, this was like a twelve A, I think, or a PG. Yeah, it's PG. Great, um, get puppets. Great puppets. Melt and shit. Good fun. What was going through their mind? I've no idea. <laughs> just, just like you've lost me there. Like <laughs> how? Like they would have made this such like pulpy. Like how the BBFC have went. That's a PG film. IMO. There's always an element of like I guess morbidity to it. I mean, Pat yeah. Roach gets like bisected by a, a biplane in this. <laughs> And, um, you don't see that though. You don't really see it. It's like, it's like a blood splatter, isn't there? Yeah. But it's like a sort of like, oh man, he got like, cut by the biplane. Yeah. And then, like, by the way, do you want to see like Tot's like literal face like melt? <laughs> Actual eyeballs fall out. Plasticine face literally ah, came maybe in. Maybe it's like comically grotesque. Is it though? I think so. I watched that and I'm like, oh, oh. But you just don't like viscera like at all. I don't really like viscera, I suppose. I have quite like a viscera phobia. I love it though. It's always <laughs> so incongruous in a great like, way. Like if you saw... There's this one scene in the first Hellraiser movie where they like construct a body backwards. Oh. So like it's created, like the blood comes up first, then it's all the sinews and like, oh. the skulls and stuff, and they all come up and like do it backwards. It's amazing. But you would not be able to watch that I, scene probably. Absolutely <laughs> not. I get freaked out at like the museum when you see the pure model like the nervous. Yeah, system. and it's all like tore off. Yeah, oh, no. put your skin back on. <laughs> I almost like the whole Indiana Jones ending and like Night- Nightmare Viscera is great because then they do it in like every movie, but it's always the great effect, which is like the bad guys mess with like ancient powers they shouldn't have and yeah. they paid the ultimate price and um obviously in this movie hmm. it's the goddamn nazis the goddamn nazis i think nazis are a great villain because you just don't ever need a reason to dislike them yeah you just know that it's, it's the fucking nazis like, oh it's the damn nazis again you Let's know what get them indy get in there fuck them up guess on that i don't need to like worry about the moral complexity that which is what a great aspect of just indiana jones in general mm. there's obviously things to think about right especially like the fortune and glory like fortune and glory the emotional sort of journey he's going but the idea of like indiana jones is like a rap scallion yes a rogue a, a rogue but a heart of gold a womanizer <laughs> but he's never really in the wrong nah i mean he is grave robin i suppose he's he straight he's up grave robin comment about, like, you know this belongs in a museum but like what museum in there like, yeah holding cultural artifacts <laughs> but again it's not like you know it's not like Indiana Jones versus like moral complexity it's not like yeah. oh man should these guys get that no they're the Nazis yeah we're not they trying shouldn't. to like do that we're trying to just have a good time at the movies it's just Indiana Jones punching will some Nazis punch his way through he will solve puzzles he will slide blocks around yes and he will like save the day and he will get the artifact but he will lose the artifact and he will learn a lesson about love and life along the way possibly Raiders is so great because it really did just lay the groundwork mm-hmm. but like it stamped the groundwork down yeah with a big boot it was like you know this is it that look at what we can do i'm loath to just keep saying it's good it's good is, though. we joked about this when we talked about shape of water like it's just a really Listen, good movie. shape of water is just fucking really good so you should just watch it raise the lost ark <sighs> it's just really good it's isn't a it? really good movie <sighs> you really can't express how just there's just something about every aspect of it like the dialogue mm-hmm. is like fun and witty and like the tone is great it's almost a comedy but not really yeah it's got such light hearted elements like, and such funny so moments so many movies are like that 
for me from like this era late 80s early 80s 90s mm-hmm. like Predator is just right in that sweet spot Predator, as well I didn't even think, you showed me Predator for the first time not even that long ago mm. a couple of years now and I'm surprised with just how funny it was yeah just how like it's just like it for lads was. in the jungle yeah just like like Jesse Ventura I'm a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus <laughs> I ain't got time to bleed like that's incredible and you know that's again that's what Indiana Jones is about it's just ah. Mm. Oh. The, like the banter interspersed like legitimately you know, we're fighting Nazis yeah. we're, we're covering ancient artifacts it's the perfect cocktail of a tone and I, I don't necessarily think Indiana Jones was the one who came up with it Adventure Series in general you're like probably Flash Gordon's your real mm. credit but you know what I think Indiana Jones and the Real Lost Ark did was perfectly package an experience like this right just every single beat was like boof 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 crafted to the, the perfect degree to give you what you need right it's fun it's exciting it looks believable it sounds great mm. acted very well this one's mysterious this one's dramatic this yeah. one's a bit scary i can't really overstate how much i think it's just crafted so well yes which is a shock that it's actually one up later <laughs> yes <laughs> yes i think yeah we can move on because i feel like we said a lot but we've also said nothing but like that's really the thing about the last <laughs> about Raiders of the lost ark sorry so you already know it's good yeah you know it's good you know it's on everybody's 100 movies to watch list it's yeah. on I'm sure it's high up on Letterboxd everybody I know no doubt all the people I know who whether it's their favourite or not they yeah. just tell you Raiders of the Lost Ark is supremely good yeah it's just get it watched so well constructed mm. I just can't overstate that that's you got to give Spielberg and Lucas credit it's wild to think of a product that just doesn't miss and I'm not saying it's incredible I'm not saying it's literally like oh, wow it's the best movie I've ever made I mean mm. it's really great for what it is yeah and the time it came out in just a solid I really admire movies that really do just hit every bullet cocaine bear you know I was really big on that because it was just so solidly constructed mm. not brief but fast enough yeah like every line was either purposeful or funny mm. it built what it needed to do nothing felt superfluous yeah yeah like that. I can't say anything more because it just merits a good bit of loading damn man I just think like we're robbed of films like this these days solid movies I mean not just like Raiders of Lost Ark quality they don't movies. make them like they used to they just simply don't anymore and it's a shame I Maybe think one you know, day. compared to Raiders of Lost Ark to Dial of Destiny and like like the filmmaking quality you know we can talk about more of Dial of Destiny's own merits and difficulties when we get there but just the sheer watch like, action scene of Raiders of Lost Ark and watch yeah. Dial of Destiny and it's just not the same yeah well they're shot they're definitely everything in like Raiders is practical yeah. it's all a wide when they're doing action it's all a close up these days I mean everything's like wide there's miniature stunts yeah everything these days is like CG and like yeah. you see like, a lot of different aspects like that like close ups and that I, I think more like and it's weird because I don't want to say people just don't do practical people do do practical do the practical it's just you need to go elsewhere it's why I like I really respect Asian cinema particularly like Korean and Japanese films because they just they are the only people that kind of commit to the action at that level the only one that's like western I'd say would be John Wick recently mm-hmm. who just commits to that level of like we're going to do the action correctly we need to do it in this certain way and needs to look believable weirdly enough you won't catch me giving praise to episode 9 any more than this but yeah. like the Star Wars sequels don't get enough credit especially following the prequels like yeah the prequels especially were oh, it was like literally Hugh McGregor and Hayden Christensen were just in a big green box for 8 hours fighting until they got it right but like <laughs> seven, eight, nine were like an amazing amount of practical stuff mm-hmm. I mean well, that's a credit to, to JJ in the first one, Force Awakens, who was like, we need to make every alien real. Yeah, I'll give JJ the Stuff credit like for that. that. I'm going to talk about Ryan Johnson for a minute. <laughs> oh no, this they, is where he loses you, listeners, right? They were out there on that island in Ireland, 
doing oh. everything they could, building whatever they could, walking around the tidal waves. They bet where Luke blows up the hut. They yeah. built this practical hut with like wires attached That's and just ripped it apart. Like, I like the just porgs. The force. I like the porgs. Porgs were great. And like there, like there's like practical ones of them, and like there's the big aliens in Canto Bite. Canto Bite was like a set. And yeah, look, J.J. Abrams was like, yeah, we're going to come back and we're going to like do it like how they used to. We're going to build yeah. it, we're going to build aliens. So I'm not denying him. I just, I, any chance to give Ryan Johnson's flowers because God, well, I will talk about The Last Jedi one day <laughs> oh, and it no. will be an episode of just me talking. Oh, I, won't even get I'll input. be nodding. I will maybe say it's not my favourite at some point and then it will upset with me. No, I'm getting there. I'm not like a, I'm not that snide of a fan. I think there's a difference between I don't like it as much as you do and I hate it for bigotry reasons or like <laughs> Can't I hate confirm. It because I'm so blinded by nostalgia that any differences to my lifestyle will mean automatically that Ryan Johnson's a murderer who should get put on the Hague. <sighs> the Hague. You know, like crime against women. Well, but you know, we won't infect this episode with that talk. And again, even worse of a warning, I'm going to say something nice about episode 9. Oh, jeez. They just continue that. Yeah. They're, they're out on set filming. Mm. And you can tell in those movies. Yeah. I mean, everything just looks worse. A lot of them hate episode 9. But it still did good things and it still had a lot to show. And yeah, well, you, I get, compare you to even, respect the craft still. Exactly. I, I have to give the credit where it's due. I'm not going to fault things that I can just obliquely see are good. And yeah, episode 9's got more real aliens more like great set locations and that and you comparing that to scenes of Dial of Destiny comparing that then back to Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. I'll say episode 9 because it's the furthest along the timeline Yeah. compare like Raiders 2 episode 9 and then to like Dial of Destiny they just don't make them like they used to but yeah. it's so good when they do try yes. you know like when episode 7, 8 and 9 Mm-hmm. I mean, nine's got its own problems that now hold it back. Like episode seven and eight, we're going to really do like our own stunts and our own action scenes, and we're going to build the sets, and we're going to build like the creatures yeah. and the effects, and it just feels good. When I look at that, I know what I'm. You, you can tell something's like real. Mm. You know what I mean? Some stuff gets touched up with CG and they blur the lines, but yeah. I, I keep thinking about, I, I don't want to talk too much about Dial because we're technically on Raiders, but I watch scenes in Dial where I'm like, it just looks fake. I'm just not looking at anything real here. Yes. It's so upset, especially because some stuff could be like the train chase mm. just felt fake, but it just didn't need to be. And the stuff at the end, which we'll probably talk spoilers when we get to dial, but just you know, like the ending, but mm. that just looked fake to me. I just didn't like that at all. But um, Raiders, everything looks real, but see when it doesn't, mm-hmm. it's so pulpy and of its era that it covers it. Yeah, when a movie these days doesn't look real, it just feels fake, it mm-hmm. feels like they're trying and they yeah. messed it up. Yeah. Back then, they were really good at crafting something that was either, oh, that looks really real and I can believe in that, or mm. disbelief was so... Maybe it's more the fault of computer stuff getting so involved yeah. that nowadays we just know it can look better or we, we see it differently. Back then, when we didn't have quite as ridiculous amounts as we do now, yeah. you were easier to just accept things more. Mm. But I just feel like movies like Raiders, where it wasn't inherently like super realistic mm. and like just brought you in, oh, we're doing all our stunts, we're doing all our effects, yeah. it was still like tangible mm, yeah that's that's the word tangible goofy and fun and wacky but it was still all real and it still felt in good spirits yeah when you do CG wrong it feels heartless it feels soulless I yeah. I can't think of a person like oh yeah but he tried his best I'm like, but he's a fucking robot and did a robot really try its best yeah exactly that's why you, you got to love like Chris Nolan who just like made Interstellar and there's like no CGI shot in it apparently well yeah I, apparently there's not a single CG shot in Oppenheimer or like CG effect because the man's just committed to just practicality just up a nuclear bomb just literally dropped a nuke the fallout from Shit. Oppenheimer literally the fallout literally. the radioactive fallout will be felt so Indiana Jones 1 it's just, it's just great it's high up there 
Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon? Uh, I think it's the third best movie. That's a statement. It's a statement. It's an opinion, aye. It's an opinion right there. I think it's like... Slap bang in the middle. Temple of Doom is weird. You think it's weird? Well, I think it's weird. Not so much that it's badly weird. Raiders of the Lost Ark, for me, I think for you, is second best. Yes. Temple of Doom is third best for you. For me, I think it's fourth or fifth. Oh my God. It goes back and forth. I think really? I have to be fair and give fifth. it fourth. Damn, yes. Come I on. I think I have to give it fourth. Now you got me question what is fifth now? <laughs> well, I think... We'll you, get there. You know what third is, and I think you're angry about what third is. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> not that angry. I don't not like any of these movies. Yeah. I think all these movies are incredible to good. Right. Even the worst one in my head is still like, oh, I was a good time at movies. Ah, yeah, yeah. I can't ever get over how different Temple of Doom is, which is what the critics at the time were like. Temple of Doom didn't really review quite as well because a lot of people are like, this just isn't the same. Right. I think one of the biggest things is just the, it, it's more heavily vague spiritualism. Mm. So we transition from like concrete historical, like globetrotting adventure. Yeah. Featuring like pseudo-Christian artifacts and stuff that in Jewish and stuff that people might know. And it's like, mm. no, we're in one place out in India. Yeah. Dealing with like strictly Indian lore and mm. it's very much like the stones are magic, man's pulling people's hearts out, yep. blood sacrifices to a blood god that doesn't make Kalima. And I don't not like it, but I just could never appreciate it in the same way that the other mysteries are. It's right. the Jaws effect, isn't it? You don't really know much about the Ark of the Covenant until it's open, at what point all hell breaks loose. You don't know that the Holy Grail is real until they are actually with the Grail in hand and actually does do something. Which, I mean, you might disagree with that, but, like, he's, he's giving me the squint. I don't know what you mean by Jaws effect. Like, I just don't know what well, you well, mean Sorry, the Jaws effect is, like, you don't... Well, okay, it's not quite the same, but obviously in Jaws you don't see the shark all that much, and the less you know about it, the more scary it is and the more unsure it is. Yeah, so until like, like, uh, you finally get the reveal right at the end, pretty much. Well, the show don't tell. Yeah, pretty tell much. Don't show. Tell. tell don't show, show don't tell. Who knows? One of the two. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. I, it's mm. not quite the same because Jaws is like a more of a scare factor, whereas yeah. it's like a mystery, but it's the same sort of effect to me where it's like you just don't see enough about it or give, get given enough about it. You just know it's sort of there. And you're like, oh man, people are saying it's weird. And you know, oh, the arc like burned that one box in the boat. Why did it burn the box? Mm. Until like right at the end where it's like, oh shit. Oh my God, there's ghosts. The Nazis are melting. Oh, oh Mario, don't look. There's ghosts in the box. Oh my. Jesus. Whereas in Temple of Doom, it's just all sort of always there. I mean, from the get-go, it's sort of like, they get to the village and they're like, yeah, the stones are magic, we need the stones because all our crops are dead and like the fucking water's dried up and we're all poisoned because yeah. the stones are magic and they would have helped us. I still think they level up incrementally though. I mean, yeah, they do. I just think it's, I don't think there's as much as like a, a mystery, you know, there's not as much like a history mystery aspect. Um, maybe not, no. I don't think the history's as nailed in, but you're just with Indy on the adventure the whole time. It's still it doesn't good. like jump back or go anywhere else. It's just from start to finish linear. Yeah, well, that's almost my issue as well. My biggest issue is that we can talk back and forth about the whole how like whether the Shankara stones, for example, are comparable to like the Ark and the, the Grail and that, and mm-hmm. how they, the magic fits in. My biggest issue with Temple of Doom is just the setting. I heard it described as like the other movies are all globetrotting. Aye. They go to different locales and get involved in different things. Yeah. This one has the opening set in Shanghai, and then they just go into it and they're there the whole time. Yeah. They're at the Indian village, and like you have to go to the, the palace, and then they're just at the palace for literally the entire thing. Yeah. There's like variation, there's a nice upstairs, then there's a cult downstairs, but mm. I don't know, it's just, it's not really like a, a place that's interesting to me, and what mm. happens there is interesting, I just, I don't know what it is, it just feels thematically out of step with the other two, and like, or not thematically, maybe more like, 
Structurally. <sighs> structurally, yes, thank you. It feels so structurally out of step with other two. Mm. That maybe I've just never been able to like realign it. Because right. it is good and I do like it and there's a lot to love. Yeah, and that's why I like it for best. Yeah. Would you like about it? In ways, I guess I like that it is quite different. I like the kind of magic plot of it. The whole Cali Ma stuff is awesome. Ripping hearts out. That's so awesome. I do quite like Moloram, yeah. I like the whole ritual scene. That's really cool. It's maybe my favourite, like, action ending because Crusade doesn't end with a big action set piece, really. This, this one, one like, the bridge scene. And... It goes rail cart into the bridge. Awesome. Oh, yeah, the, the ending of this movie is just all... Oh, yeah, like everyone fighting in the uh, the, fight in the, breaks out the, in the caves, control, yep. the caves the all that stuff gets crushed by a boulder roller. The mine cars. awesome, yes, uh, into the bridge scene, which is great, and then that's the end of the to film. To be fair, I think you know the ending is really great. This the ending of Raiders movie. is like we get the Covenant open, that's it. Mm-hmm. Dark opening, like, that's you it. You know, the, the action in Raiders really peaks with the fight with Pat Roach at the plane and the yeah. the, the lead up to chase, the yeah. truck chase, yeah. which is a Fucking incredible scene. Mm. I love an Indiana Jones chase. Truck chase, minecart chase, tank chase, yep. last we said. Mm-hmm. The chase at the start of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull through the college. The chase through Glasgow. Boat chase. <laughs> and Dial the, the chase of New York. I love an Indiana Jones chase. So I was going to say, this has got two chases because I really, really like the opening to this movie. Yeah, the opening's great. The Shanghai stuff, the whole music the number. Music number, the, the, the stuff with the gangsters. Oh, it just looks great. I think, because this is a movie of great moments to me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying I don't like it. I just I would never pick its setting and style over other things. I think it's fascinating, especially because you know every other movie. Okay, well, one and three are very much like Christianity, mm-hmm. Hebrew, like yeah. that sort of stuff. This one was cool because it was almost like India, and, you know, the Shankara stones and like sort of that religious stuff. So this movie has a weird cultural legacy for how it depicts Indian people, like the whole like eating child monkey brains and like live snakes and that. That's obviously not what happens, and that made a lot of like. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are happy with scenes like that. Mm. The depictions of the thuggy cult, I know, are, I've never been able to really lock that down. Lego right. keep having to, like, cancel and hide all of their Temple of Doom sets because there's just always an issue with the depiction. Right. You know what I mean? So it's a weird one because I want to say, like, I enjoy the cultural difference in this one compared to some of the others, but mm. then, you know, I keep looking at it and I keep watching certain scenes and I'm like, oh, God, I don't actually think this is that great at representation and great at showing that. I don't think anyone was that good. Do you, know, do you know what else? Yeah. You say that, but like, I think all the other ones valorise the mystery a bit more. Like, third one especially, this is like the noble quest for the grail. Yeah. This is a holy relic. You know, this is heroes and knights. Mm. This one is like mystic and good for the village, but then it just sort of has this mm. weird, like, it's just like magic rocks that the cult stole. And the evil weird cults that are like drinking blood mm. during mind control. It just doesn't feel... I really don't know what I'm trying to say, but I just think... I think they pay respect to like, the quest that Sankara had with the stones. I think they give the lip service they to it. it. They talk about it. Yeah. Again, like, in this movie, just because how good Last of Crusade is, but it, that one's very much about just the process of the quest for the Grail and what that means. This one's just sort of like, it talks about the sanctity mm. of it and it does have the really good arc of Indy. Because this is... You know, that's a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. Which I just did not know. This one's about like Indy being a bit more like oh, money, fortune and glory. Like get those Shankara stones, get them in my pocket. But this is the movie where he's like, oh, you know what? No, like you know, there's meaning. I have to, you know, I can help people. I have to respect history. I don't know what it is. There's just something about the relic and the story and the world building this that doesn't quite sit as well with me. Well, it could be that like Christian histories are just more research, so they have more to draw and they have more to touch to. And the it's other possible. movies. Maybe I'm like there's like an hate bias. I don't really feel it's like a, oh, I just don't like India type of thing. There's a, I started, as I've become more and more aware of like cinema and stuff like that, you know, 
I've really been hitting the face with like, oh damn, Western culture media is a bit shit. And you know, we talk Judeo-Christianism and all that, Christianism, Judeo-Christianity and all that stuff is more well-known, more researched, more mm. like yeah. culturally normative to us. Well, that's because we make it. If you watch like Japanese Buddhist films, I won't get a lot from it because I don't know the history of Buddhism, but I'm sure they're very well informed yeah, if you want to look into it. This is one of those ones where I'm like, I don't actually know how involved like proper research and proper like Indian people were in this and like, yeah, pro- like proper what, Is George Lucas spending six months in fucking India? Like, I feel like the, the whole Shankara thing, like the concept of the stones, I feel like he read about it, but yeah, like, yeah. I don't really think there's anywhere else in the Indiana Jones movies that they make feel like such an other than this these one. movies. You've got like the one destitute village where everyone's constantly clamoring them and it's like, oh, we need our, our stone, we need our stone back, you, mm. you know, sudden dropped out the sky saviors, you know, and then you've got the palace and like the weird, you know, oh, we just, I'm, I'm a child Maharaja and we eat monkey brains here and we eat mm. live snakes and we've got a cult downstairs that has children mining and I'm not saying mm. there's like stuff like that in the other movies. I just, I think this one feels like the most othered probably because it just, yeah, I'd agree that it's the most other. It's such a, a weird concept, you know what I mean? And I, I don't think I'm explaining myself as good as I could, but <laughs> I hope I'm getting the general point across. I just don't... You just it don't feels out of step with the rest, and I think it's probably because it's, you know, new location, new types of people, but it just doesn't really feel it right. It just doesn't have for you. It doesn't have for me, no. I like a lot of things about it, mm. which feels unfair. I feel like <laughs> a bit like a dick, but... Don't. I'll be a dick later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you will be a dick later. <laughs> I see, you'll be, everyone will agree with you. People will disagree with me, but they'll agree with you. Ah, they might not agree with me as hard as you think. I don't know. Maybe I'll convince them. Maybe. Maybe you'll win me over. But yeah, I still like it. Mm. I still think it's very good. You were right about the action scenes. Like, back to back to back to back action scenes. Yeah. They're all just very, very good. Yes. Willie Scott is intolerable, and I love her. (laughs) She's just screaming all the time and for some reason my brain goes flips back and goes into endearing although you know maybe there's something about that I think I said when we were watching I said, I said like every other movie has like just an infinitely more appealing female character and mm. I don't mean appealing like looks I mean appealing like like Jones girls Marion and Elsa and now with Dire Destiny I'd say even uh, Helena like they're all interesting and fun and smart and more than just screaming indie and screaming ah yeah. oh, bugs ah oh, indie Helena in a different way oh I think I love you we have to have sex now yes that's because he's rizzed Anna Jones, bro. To be fair, he has rizzed up bro, in this movie. nocturnal mating habits. The guy Let's is go. such a man whore in this film. <laughs> he's so on it. But Short Round's also in this film and he is... Short Round is. Incredible. Again, Anna Jones. I think, you know, the cultural side, looking back on it, maybe you, you, you'd say six and a half a dozen, but Kihi Khan's like... Oh, he's so good. You know, he, he's, it's weird. We, we go back and watch it. It's not even like a, oh, he's so popular now. We have to look back on him and fondly. Mm. We watch him back. Oh, he was great back then. It was great, yeah. It's a shame that Hollywood fucking just stopped giving him parts and he started feeling like conscious of himself because he was actually really good in Goonies and he's really good in this. He was like probably my favourite part of the whole movie because he's just so full of personality and so fun and yeah. such an interesting foil. Mm. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say because I, I want to get Temple it's fair shot I've like, given it it's fair shot I know yeah, where it sits mean, you, you, you stand up for it you know as you say everything I've said you just like I respect the bold swing it lands for me is it even that much of a bold swing in retrospect uh, I would well I think so because they go immediately back to what's tried and true in the next film what's true yeah uh, and it makes gangbusters unfortunately um, they went back to what's tried and true and they're like, oh man really and then they go back and it is actually the best movie yeah it's like literally incredible and that is Indiana Jones and Last Crusade they just were like you know what Let's go back to that, but let's just perfect it. Let's go back to that and let's make one of the best movies ever made. Yes. Probably yeah. in like top 100, maybe top 50 of all time. Last Crusade is, in my head, <laughs> literally perfect. 
I don't know if it's literally perfect, right? But it is the best Indiana Jones movie. It's the best Indiana <laughs> Jones movie, but I, I'd say a country mile. I, I recently, uh, I'd say a margin. I, I don't know if I'd, I've I'd recently so had far some, ahead of readers. Yeah, some conversations with some people. Friend of mine, Joe Brennan, on Twitter and YouTube. I think he prefers Raiders and Last Crusade. I know a couple of people who do. Yeah. Just because, you know, Raiders was the originator. And it, again, it, it was really, really great and sort of perfect at what it did. Right. which is why it's weird because Raiders and Massacre do feel quite similar but Raiders was such a streamlined all firing cylinders every yeah. part polished so it's weird for me to say but Last Crusade also just did it better Yeah, and I don't know what it is I think the first biggest obvious thing is Sean Connery yes then introduction of them and then like five scenes after his introduction are like 10 out of 10 scenes there's so many the best in the movie great elements <laughs> I think it's because every time they swing they mm. swing so flawlessly into what they swing into when they move into a comedy moment they do an impeccable comedy moment yeah when they move into like a mystery moment they do an impeccable mystery moment mm. there's always a fun resolution a little twist a surprise a, like a little wrench in the plans you didn't expect but it's like fascinating yeah Sean Connery is like a huge part this is the movie where you know we need to give the due credit obviously to Harrison Ford mm. I mean he's great in every single movie one through five I like three the most because it's it just feels the most energetic yeah I think he's having the most fun and I think it's because he's got Sean Connery's he's partner. got Sean Connery and with Sean him, yeah. Connery's just fantastic in this kind of role where he's like messing about a little bit he's having a bit of fun with it even in the scenes before Sean Connery the, the scene in the library at Venice and mm. the crypt and that uh, yeah. the whole well I think again that's because he's in those scenes with two other actors a lot of the other movies it's him on his own or he's with the heroine and yeah, she's like stuck behind a trap or something Temple or... Doom's a lot of like short round makes a quip and Willie yeah. screams mm. whereas like this one's like you know Elsa and Marcus mm. Salah and, and Henry Senior they all have like something to contribute as well like, I just don't think he's alone in this movie yeah they, everyone works together yeah and sometimes they fail in silly ways but they're, they're always contributing every character has a purpose yeah you know what I mean uh, which is great I still feel like this is his most animated era. yeah yeah they see it on the Zeppelin with this guy he's like mm. no ticket no ticket my one of my most quoted scenes of all time is the second grail trial but in the Latin alphabet Jova starts with an I. J. <laughs> Straight to the ground. <laughs> Impeccable. It's Jova begins with an I. Sorry, I need to get the quote right. I, I you know, he's great. He's always great, but mm. it's one of those. I don't really know how to say it, but he is just better in this. I think it is because, as you said, they really just perfected everything. And I'm not saying Raiders was like not perfected. It mm. was just such a well-oiled machine. Yeah. You know, they just take every aspect and they just thought, how can we just level up? Mm. the visuals how can we level up the settings the diversity in the settings mm. like you know Venice Canal Chase like German Castle at night let's go like, I love that German Castle I love Castle Broomwald I love I've said the Venice Canal Chase is one of my favourite mm. set pieces of like things of the John Williams score for that is, is fantastic I have the Venice Canal Chase on my Spotify playlist because it's just such a great upbeat wacky song one of the best Lego sets of all time no cap the Venice Canal Chase Lego set I would play with that so much because you could like blow up the boats you got Kazim there's characters like Kazim it's like this guy he's like yeah I'm like a guy wears a fez and we like protect the grail stop looking for the grail he's like I don't really want the grail he's like cool and then he just comes back and he's like amazing and he's like shooting the Nazis he's the one that's pure like my soul is clear or it's yours and all that he's just such a chad and he's like such a weird addition but he makes sense for the world he contributes I really want to know how they did it quite frankly <laughs> how did they get away with it with? I look forward to every scene yes I don't know oh, the tank chase is coming soon 
I fucking love the tank chase. I fucking love the tank chase. The Grail Temple's coming soon. I fucking love the Grail Temple. What? Amazing. Let's go. And that, that's another one where I'm like, the, the perfect example of how they do it, like MacGuffin as well. Hmm. Like the whole, like, well, I don't know how I believe in it. You know, Henry Jones Senior, he's a bit yeah. like into it. But then as they discover more and more that like points more and more towards it, hmm. you know, it might be real. And then you get there eventually and the constantly increasing mysticism of it. I think that's a great point. I'm not trying to say this is a guaranteed comparison, mm-hmm. but I think about how in Raiders they obviously like discover about the arc and it's oh it's cool, it might be real, and then they find it and it's just sort of like there. Mm. They discover this tomb and it's like cool. It's sort of just there. It's just in the tomb. We found the tomb and it's there. Yeah. The more misses and what actually happens when we open it. Well, I think it's like it's just more of a thing, right? Like the quest for the yeah. Holy Grail. I love this because... There's, like, more, like, weird step things there, you need to do steps, to it. There's steps, there's a lot more, like, riddling and, like, archaicness and mm. stuff just starts happening. You know, the idea of the Grail Temple is insanely good. Anybody I've talked to will tell you the Grail Temple, from entrance to end of the movie, is really great. Yes, it's, like, staked up perfectly with Henry Jones Sr. dying. Yeah, slowly like, and Indy's like I've got to do it we have, have to make it. it we have like a, you know, how's he going to handle these trials because you know we're, we're sort of really just finding out about the trials and mm. we're a little bit there in riddles the, the dis- distribution of information like we know a bit yeah. but we don't know enough to just say like press A to win yeah. he has to like use what we do know and then figure it out mm. then obviously you're getting to the grail the fucking grail night there's like an old ass man there the Chad grail night and that is like almost ridiculous in itself Yes, there's just thousands year old man. This fucking old ass man. I was a crusader. Bro, you me, were a crusader. Me and my brothers. And that's so fucking cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Damn. And he's like, oh, you know, he chose poorly. Poorly. Another most quoted thing of all time. Like, he did choose poorly. Like, yeah. chose wisely. I, I think it just wraps it up in the best way out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the things that makes it work is because they literally address it in the movie. You have that scene outright once they escape the castle where talk about the quest for the grail and that is like a meaningful experience in itself. Yeah. And it's not just about like the archaeological record. It's not mm-hmm. just about finding it for fortune and glory. Yeah. It's about like the spiritual meaningful thing about it which I just thought was like boundlessly interesting. You know, his take, like senior versus junior's take on it. Again, how they grow as characters, the, them sort of regaining that father-son mm. bond. Oh, it's just, what do you think isn't good? What's the flaw? It takes too long to get to Sean Connery. <laughs> takes too long to get to Sean Connery? Maybe that's it. I don't know. Where is the... That's not a fault. Where is the whole It's all good armor? before that as well. I just, I don't, because, you know, I don't want to get away with just saying it's perfect. No, I don't like anything else. It's maybe perfect, not perfect. Right? I can't see the fault, though. Because it's like, you say it's too long to get to Sean Connery, but then it's good that we get like a... I'm not even saying like it's bad. An indie Elsa action good. scene, a really fun and interesting action scene, Young puzzling. Indie. And then when he gets there, it's like, oh, shit, it's Sean Connery. It's Sean Connery. I'm hard-pressed to not say it's perfect. Hitler's in this movie. Hitler's in this movie. And it's such a beautiful comedic beat because it's so much like, God, Indiana Jones would just punch this guy. Yeah. But he's like in Berlin in a Nazi rally with Hitler. Dressed like, as a Nazi. Addressed as a Nazi. This guy's Nazi is like, oh, oh, Indy, you're in the fucking den of the vipers now, aren't you? Like, what are you going to do about this? And then he signs the fucking journal. It's like, oh. It's ludicrous when it wants to be and it always works. It's serious when it wants to be and it always works. It's got emotional, it's got like, you know, 
great character stuff mm. like Henry's like spiritual quest Indy's like getting back to his father and him sort of learning like spiritual stuff and you know caring more about his father than the treasure Elsa like being like the, the pure devil on Indy's shoulder like the direct like no 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 it's the treasure it's about like the glory it's about mm. the find and it's like no 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 it's not about the find it's about what you, you as a person that went through to find it mm. you know like when there's some villains like there's the Nazi general guy who like gets run over by the tank or whatever he's just like a big fucking like oh Indiana Jones I am a Nazi oh and then he's just like so evil and I love that oh like Salah's back at this one him and Brody and they all just have this great like old man banter yeah even though they're not like all old men technically but when they're all together he feels like as much of an old man as he physically is in the yeah. later movies yeah but it's more like your granddads are just like bumbling about in the desert on gals which is like Horses. funny it's weird because it shouldn't work it's like three of the four people here are not like action heroes like Indiana Jones is uh-huh. which I think is what makes it great you can't take anything so seriously because of the, the comedy that's what makes it fun and inviting I'm not sat here like oh my god what if fucking Henry Jones gets executed by a Nazi in a tank he's not going to be because Salah on a camel and Marcus <laughs> Brody's going to shut up and do the little, like, the, the little handshake and it's oh my god nothing's too serious which is constantly inviting and constantly in Dearing. Do you know what I mean? Temple of Doom was serious. And the Andros gets mind possessed. They're drinking the blood of Cali. They're pulling hearts out. This one's like just not quite. There is stakes and there is like things that could happen. Mm. But it's just so light enough that it's also as equally as like, oh, I wanna know what's happening next. Like endearing and fun. I wanna watch it for the plot. I wanna watch it for the characters. I wanna watch it for the comedy. Mm. It doesn't miss a beat. Yes. Yes. I agree. Number one, undisputed uh, champion. Number one, <laughs> undisputed. There's just no way that was ever going to change. Yes. I respect people who put Raiders first, because I get it. Especially because pretty much everybody who puts Raiders first puts last for the second. Oh, yeah. Those two not to. reign, king and queen undisputed. Yes. Which is what's interesting about Indiana Jones. Should have stopped after it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So then there's the dark period. Especially because it's too long. Yeah, just stop, just don't do it. There's such a gap between three and four, which is weird because there was so many scripts for four and there was so much going on with four. And then, you know, we eventually get to Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And the Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. Because there is more than one skull. Spoiler. There is multiple skulls. Graham. Yeah. It's a really good movie. I just can't agree. <laughs> It's not really good. It's like good with a beer. I don't know. No, I'd it's say it's like a fun time. Good. This is my third favorite movie. That's see, that's ah, no, no. See that if you caught me on a particular rambunctious day. Don't even say it's your second favorite movie. <laughs> it could be my second no favorite. No fucking way. On a rambunctious day. Oh, oh he's he's glowing. He that's like glasses are that's all. just when you went arms. Oh, Goblin mode today. This is deep end, bro. No way. It depends on how <laughs> rambunctious I feel. Like. I might be a bit merry. I might be a You're bit just like, jovial. oh, do you know what? I really love Kate Blanchett. She's the second best Indianapolis villain ever. Well, she's, she's getting there. Well, I love this movie a lot. I, I think it's shameless nostalgia. To be fair, possibly because I, I, I think I wonder. Listen, it's not episode three. It's not episode three. Episode three is actually good. I am all. Well, Indiana Jones of the Kingdom of the Castle Skull is actually good, I am no, but like, good in a different way. Like, I would actually actively go watch 3, just because I wanted to watch it. Not because I was like, oh, I'm reliving my childhood. I wouldn't go back to watch this, <laughs> unless I was watching it with all the Indiana Jones movies. Oh no! <laughs> like, I would go back and watch Raiders, Temple. I Crusaders. would re-watch Kingdom before I would watch Temple. I think I saw this in the cinemas, maybe even before I saw the others. Yeah. I think I saw I saw, this it, was I saw Raiders one. first. I probably saw them all in order. Probably, I think I saw it in reverse. And I just remember being so into it. Mm. 
I remember just really enjoying everything about it. I got the toys. Or the so what? Lego. I can like see it though because it's better than five. So wow. as an intro, it's infinitely better. You could start with four, yeah. Yeah, and you'd be like, you'd be in. You'd I be like, before, oh, I want to see these now. What about old man? But he's also not sold that he's like, five is literally like an as was a geriatric old fuck. Yeah. It's past his prime, and I'm like, that's a yes. bad time to start. Four's like, he's roughed it a wee bit, but do you know what? He's Aye. still got it. Yeah. I just fail to see what people think is that wrong with four, okay? Let's go through it. But bit by bit. Open scene is great. I think the opening scene is great. It's good that we go back to that archive fairly. Yeah. The introduction to India, I think a lot of people have agreed that the introduction to India in this is maybe one of the best. Just like the slow burn, and he picks up the hat from behind, and it's like, oh, dude, it's Indiana Jones. Yeah, it is. Ray Winston is in this movie. Oh, shit. Quadruple agent. Going back to that archive was like a good idea. We always yeah. we never needed to see it. See it. The idea of it existing. Like, oh man, they put not only they put they, all they the, the shit here, but there's like a fucking bunch of stuff here. Yeah. So the idea, like, just go back there. Yeah. For some reason, was Mess about. great. Yeah. I think you said it as if it was joking, but fucking Kate Blanchett is great. She is great. I'm not saying she's not. I think she is one of the best parts. That's of this why movie. I'm saying you would put it second because she's so good. You'd put it second. I'd put it second for a lot of reasons. Yeah, I know, but she's good. She's really. She's good. just one of the reasons <laughs> I think is the easiest to like. I think we could all agree. Yeah. Like I think she's a good, probably one of the better villains. Yeah. So if you look at the villains, like Belloc is great, mm. constantly snide, constantly against Indy. Yeah. I think his motivations is a bit like he's just like I just want to get it and do it for like power or like and I'm like I'm a better archaeologist than you yeah he's got better motivations than some Molaram like sucks bro he's just trying to like raise the cult let's go he's just like a cult leader yeah I get it yeah not that he's bad bad he's just like you know he doesn't have like a endearing a long form he's just he just wants this cult to rule bro let's go Donovan as a jobber. Yeah, I. You know what? I mean, I'm not saying he's. But he's just out from himself. He's not like I love the Nazis. He's yeah, like they're gonna help Donovan's me get to this because of that like back and forth of like yeah. a, I'm like working with Nazis for my own. But the same goes with like, Belloc really. Ah, yeah. I'd argue that Donovan's more of a Nazi than Belloc is. Donovan just like is literally kicking about with them. Like Belloc constantly almost tells the Nazis like I'm just helping you so I can get the art. Yeah, well, like when they go to take it, Belloc's like no can't. We need to do this. Yeah, like, like he's Bellos upset like, that they're putting it in a box, traveling it all the way. Exactly, like, which is kind of daring and interesting. Is like using the forces, but he has his own agenda. Yeah. Donovan, I you think could almost see Belloc swapping at the end of the film, like, like at Indy's yeah, side. Aye, to like Indy's side. Like I could see that happen. You could, I'd agree. In a version yeah. of the movie. But then um, Donovan's like not for a negative, but like the opposite, where he's like, yeah. he's like constantly with the Nazis. He's yeah. like, yeah, the Nazis are, like give me money, and they will get me like, for this. They'll get their prizes. I, I want the eternal life. Yeah. And kind of Belloc's the same way. He's like, I want the arc, and then you can have it. But yeah. like, Aye. Donovan's more like he's always in. He's like. Here, go take the fucking journal back to the Führer, take them back to the Nazis, go fucking work on it. Yeah. You get more Nazis, Team Nazi, and it's like, oh my God, like Donovan is like such a bam. Yeah. Such a self-centered like bam, and he's so egotistical because he's so like enamored with like the visuals of culture because obviously when Indy goes to his uh, apartment, apartment or whatever and he's like got all these like fancy just jewels and shit up and he's like, I yeah. just love the visuals and like the, the theme of it, but then... Try to find that in life. Yeah, the only thing that I want, I will literally team up with the Nazis to get and these Nazis then... Indy, you know, these guys, you just don't understand them, mm. uh, which I think is cool and wild. And I think Irina Spalko oh, is, is great because, first off, she's like a villain direct from the source. Donovan and Belloc aren't inherently Nazis. Mm. There are Nazi villains in those movies. Yeah. But, like, Irina Spalko is just fully a communist Soviet, like, proper Red Scare, like, Dos Vidania Stalinite. Right. She's cut from the cloth. Mm. Like, Hitler was in three, but Hitler wasn't the villain of three. Right. Uh, well, I mean, Hitler's the villain of, like, the new world. Like, yeah. he has the... Uh, the he has, 
I was going to say something truly abysmal. I was going to say Hitler's the real world Thanos, but like, that's just terrible. Damn, Just equivocating like a real tragedy with like fucking Purple Avengers, man. Do you get what I mean? Like, Belloc and Donovan aren't actually Nazis. The Nazis are just the force by which their evil is expunged because the Nazis are evil. Right, yeah. Like, Spalco is... If Spalco was in our last movie, she would just be Hello, I'm a Nazi for Germany. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, she's Hello, I'm a Soviet for Russia. Yes. And I think that's fun. I love how she dresses. I love a little bowl cut. I love that she's like, I do what I fucking love. Swords. <laughs> I fucking really love that pencil. And she's, she's got a motivation to do it mm. both within the personal and the cultural yeah. side. She's like, oh, we're going to like fucking... I want to know everything. I want to learn because I'm a scholar and I want to learn and the Crystal Skull, the secrets of uh, Akator mm. can like do that for me and also that will then help benefit the fatherland and like the motherland. Was it the Russians called? The motherland. Russia, the motherland, yeah. Well, either way, just they can benefit yeah. just the Soviet regime. I think, you know, pivoting to the Soviets as a realm was like completely, yeah, like the Nazis are gone so like who are the next Nazis? Well, not quite mm. the next Nazis but yeah, Red Scare, Cold War, Soviets, let's go. Mm-hmm. I thought everything about the realms was great. Shia LaBeouf. Oh damn, you don't like Shia LaBeouf. No, I, I made a face because I, I had to test the waters because I didn't know if you liked Shia LaBeouf. I like Shia LaBeouf. I like Shia LaBeouf in general. I think Shia LaBeouf as a performer. You know, at this point of his life, you know, these days is a bit strange, but I really like Shia and I really like Mutt. And I think a lot of people at the time didn't mm. because he was very rambunctious and very like, oh, well, I'm, oh, I'm the um, cool young yeah. kid and you're the dumb old man. And... It's the young and they we never get. Yeah. But then I wonder if the movie ever really believed in that. I think so. Well, I don't know, the end of the movie where he goes to pick up the hat and like, yeah. has, like the end of the end grabs it. He's like, no, son, that's my hat. Well, I'm guessing, oh, we're going to make another movie in two years and it's going to be Indiana Jones. And it's not going to be. What I heard four was like always. Like, gonna be even end. when four was having its early scripts. So there's Indiana Jones in the. It's like the Martian men for Mars or something. Right. And then there's Indiana Jones in the. I think it's just literally Jones in the City of Gold. Right. It's got a really cool name actually. And that one literally has like Indiana Jones hiding in a fridge to like survive a nuke or something. Like mm. literally. I'm pretty sure the Crystal Skulls are relevant. It's kind of the same movie. And that one ended with him getting married to Marion as well and just sort of living happily ever after. Right. Or something like that. I think I'm, I'm picking and choosing and I'm can be disproved that but it's still the scripts for for going up to actual kind of as well were all actually quite similar but they all seem to be definitive right. so i don't really believe they thought they were going to come back and do five after four right i think four was a great ending three had them all ride off into the sunset and you didn't need to make another movie mm-hmm. four actually had an ending he made up with his lover mm-hmm. and he's getting married he has like a strong relationship with his son it seems like a bit more of a complete place. We could say that, you know, I'm not saying he stopped it eventually, but Indy is in a happy, secure place. Hmm. He's actually achieved emotional development and he's reached like a secure like place in his life. He has like support, he has love, he has all the sort of things he needs. He's not really missing anything. Because in the first few movies, the, the whole love aspect was weird. Like he was lovers with Marion and then in the first one he gets back with Marion and he just disappears. And then she has, he has like the weird sexy thing with Willie in the first one, second one. Oh God, I hate that Temple Doom's a prequel and I just keep forgetting. And he has like flirtatious with Elsa but she's a Nazi. I think it's just like they're just trying to bond. Yeah, but I don't think change he, up every time. That's why I like how Marion ended up becoming like the fixture because yeah, I don't think, well, think we're, to be we're bond. past it by that point. They're like, oh, we don't need to do Bond now. It's, I suppose, it's uh, like yeah, 20 that years later. Yeah. And that was like almost like bringing it back because obviously Kingdom of Crystal was like a return to roots again. Mm-hmm. It was like, how, you know, let's make sure to keep it in line of like Raiders of the Lost Ark because yeah. that was good. We don't need to like try and dilute it again. Aye. I think the only thing that and like really bugs me and I'll always not give the flowers to is some of the effects work is a bit too hokey. There's some moments in this that are quite 
hokey. Really? Uh, much swinging through the trees with the monkeys. I think that was that bad. It looks fake though. And yeah. it just is a bit like, I don't know. There was something about it that I'm like, ah, all right. And this well, is the guy who likes the movie. This sold me more than five. Yeah. <laughs> Can't have been that bad. That sucks a wee bit actually that it's oh. better than five in my eyes, yeah. That's only one in five, I I don't know. I think it maybe overstays it's welcome. I think it's a bit over long. What is your issue? Do you think it's a bit long? I think it's a bit long. Oh, that may just be my biggest problem. I'm just not like as attached to the journey maybe. With the Crystal Skull, I'm just not that into it. Which is weird because it's like psychic TK shit. Which would be kind of cool, I think. Yeah, I think it's cool, but it's it does suffer from... Well, I don't know, because there's a lot of, like... It's really great. It's another good, like... There, you know, there's another thing to talk about Temple of Doom versus the Shankara stones are just sort of there. Mm. We learn about their lore, but there's no like quest to get them and no mystery behind them. Aye. They are just there, mm. and we sort of learn why they're there and how they got there and what they are. But like, Indy doesn't need to fucking solve the riddle to unlock the map to, to the key to the key that unlocks the room where they all are. I saw people commenting saying that this was actually another solid good bit. Mm. There's a great like, you know, okay, well the, that there's that conquistador door and like we know that he must have took it, so we had to find his grave and then yeah. his grave. I don't know whether it's cool or weird that the, the skull is what leads them through Akator and all that yeah. I don't know I like this it's psychic I like that, that okay so up until the ending it's never <laughs> so obvious right it's just sort of like it, it drones and it makes you feel things and you can maybe see things and if you're just too exposed that you go insane like John Hart who's yeah. in this movie and he's great three times it drops fucking love him it does, I guess, everyone really has a bit of an opinion about the fucking aliens. Do I love aliens? I don't know, man. Do you like the aliens? I don't know. I don't know. What do you not like about them? I don't not like them. What do you really like about them? I don't know. <laughs> we both don't know. I, I'm always a big fan of, like, advanced civilizations. I like always like, oh, you know, these people, like, back uh-huh. then they had all this wild shit. How did they have that? Hmm. I like the idea of them almost going like, you know how we always joke it's aliens? No, it fucking oh, was aliens. Yeah, actually was aliens this time. But it's like psychic aliens. Ah, but it's like knowledge, right? I think it's just because it's a leap in it. Aliens are like a different breed than like mysticism. Yeah. Mysticism steeped in the unknown. Even when you see like the art open or like the Aye. great make Donovan old, it's still like, how does that happen? Aye. Aliens are like, oh, it was aliens. Wait, that's like a thing. That's like a being. That's a, a fucking thing. There's a, a guy there. Yeah. And he's got a UFO. Aye. Like aliens did this mm. but i, I like aliens i mean i like aliens too x-files let's go but like i don't know man i, I don't know if it gels with indy that's maybe the issue but it seems right up his alley I, there's always gonna be so i don't know even for me who loves it a do you know what it might be right armor, like, yeah. it's because like aliens seem quite like new yeah so aliens I mean, are like the future not the past i so so then to like, to, like the tie it back makes sense because people say that like Pinners about violins, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, I just don't think it jives well in this movie. What's weird is like this one is almost is like a future thinking movie though. Because yeah. it has like it, you know, it very much grounds itself in its time period. It's got like the nuke mm. testing and like the fifties, like it's got the diner and the greaser aesthetic. Mm. So it's almost like interesting to me that that, that the pure mystic McGuffin is more of a future thinking like civilization thing, but it just never really a hundred percent lands in the same way that even the one for dial does. I prefer four, but you know, Dial manages to pull it back to like a no this is like a mysterious ancient thing although Dial has its own issues which we'll talk about but that's still like oh it was a thing that like an old Greek man made and it's an old relic and it's about old stuff as you said this is like yeah you're really you've hit the nail perfectly Mm. aliens are like new aliens are are future aliens are tech yeah. And like lasers and electricity. Aye. And there's a fucking UFO in this movie. There's an actual, honest to God, alien now, like <laughs> little green men, Area 51. Bro, they're not little. They're fucking enormous. They're, they're like big, tall, blue. like flesh grey men. Weird. And they just stare at Spalco and fucking blow her head up. 
Which a lot it of people... looks like the signs alien at the end when she like fucking zooms into her. Oh god, aye. Good man. It's not really the same. Like Spalco like getting like CGI dusted isn't the same as like Tote's head exploding and Donovan like aging yeah. a thousand years in a minute. Which aye. yeah. But I still like it. I think it works. I like the whole like, oh you want all the knowledge? Here's all of the knowledge. Yeah, here's your brain. You take that. I still like it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it is nostalgia. You know, I try and catch myself in nostalgia, but maybe this is the one that gets through the cracks. Damn. Fair. But like, you I'll know, have you movies like that at some point. It's anything else. It's too long. What else? Oh, bro, I don't know. Like, I guess when we were discussing it, like, the alien thing isn't really clicking for me. I don't know if we needed, like, Marion on the journey. I feel like you probably need her for the ending. You need to have her there so we can have the ending. Maybe. Yeah, like, I think Marion actually works really well. I like the, you know, she also disappears at the end of Raider, after Raiders, and you kind of like, whatever happened to Marion? I like the fact that they, they basically have this movie, they make her so prominent as an addressing. Uh-huh. Like, oh, you, you fucking like, left me, and oh no, there's a character arc here, and yeah. she has a lot of like, fun, silly moments. There's a lot of just fun, silly comedy. Mm. I think this one's goofier than a lot of the other ones. Yeah. Not in like an inherently bad way, but there's just a lot of like goofier moments. Marion just like getting super hot for Indy, just being like Indy about stuff and again Mutt with the Monkeys while isn't bad I think it's goofy right yeah I mean maybe this isn't too bad but like the bit where um they're starting to sinking sands and Indy's like oh call it a rope call it a rope and I'll like, grab the rope and then like Oxley comes up with the entire Russian army and he's like, like that that, that scene hit. doesn't they harm because like they just escape and are immediately fucking captured again yeah there's that a, scene there like, just a, doesn't exist there's a couple of moments in this film where like something happens and then it's sort of like immediately undone aye like just go there we don't need to escape or oh, we're doing transport now oh, but I really like Fucking Janet Ropendy <laughs> I mean you, can, you can like it I guess joke in and put it somewhere else oh man Maybe. I like the, the boat chase I think the river boat chase is great so boat chase is good chase. I think the uh Maybe the like car chase and the ants is a bit long. Like you could cut the car. I, suppose, I, I like the ants bit. Needed the ant. Oh, you think you like the ants bit? I like the ants bit. I don't need the whole car chase to be that long though. What did you think of like mutt sword fighting or like over fucking two boats and that? That yeah. was cool. That was a cool action bit. I just think every time I see them, I'm trying to ask myself why don't people like this, and I, I almost think maybe it's because it's just a bit too much for some. Maybe. But then, I don't know, it feels in the spirit of indie, mm-hmm. but then just with rougher effects, because right. I can feel the CG like pushing me against this. Ah, it's like, we don't know why I committed practical for stuff for some reason. But then sometimes it's like so silly that could they even go back? Like, could they have Shia LaBeouf between two cars, like, sword fighting perfectly? Maybe. 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 Could he? Possibly, I don't know. I'd like to see that. He probably would have been up for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just curious. I think, you know, it's weird because you're obviously like, giving me reasons, but like, people just don't like this movie. And that's fine. Alex with Star Wars Explained just constantly rates everything in this movie lower and he just says just sort of because. Like, I just don't like this as much. I mean, that you can you can it's, do that. It's a valid thing, I suppose. But I I feel like a lot of people just generally like mark the movie down. Mm-hmm. But I never actually know what for other than just, I just don't Damn. really like this you much. Just, do you just feel bad for Kevin Michael Scott? Like <laughs> I do feel bad. I think it's a, it's a severely underrated movie. Damn. I watch it a lot of times watched, on a rewatch and I'm like, what was the issue with this movie? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm in that camp. I just can't put my finger on it, but it's just not as good as the O3. It's at least better than five. Have you that? <laughs> you like Temple of Doom more. I do. And I don't. And that's fair. We need to live in that world. But I'll tell you, we don't like as much as any other ones. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> yeah, I think ruminating on it is probably the worst one. Yes. Let's give it a fair do. So, like, Indiana Jones 5 is good. Yeah. It's a good movie. I walk out of the cinema and I'm like, that's a fun thing to do with my I'll friend. say good. Caveat, 
buying average. I'd say it's above average. Okay. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't okay. say it's completely average because there's a lot of things I liked about it, but there's. It might be indie credit you're giving it there, but I see what you're saying. Well, I've indicated by that as long as it does certain things right, but then all right, okay. So we're now in Dial of Destiny, so we're, spoilers. We're in D of D. We're in D of D. My God, Lord of D. Lord of D. Flip something D. Oh my God, we've turned up our Lord of. Dial yep. into attack mode. Oh. Yeah, we're in spoiler mode. So we're just going to go. Wherever. We're going to go. We're going to wrap it for you. Looking at what we've said about the past few movies. Yes. So, first off, Dial of Destiny is well directed, but it's not Spielberg. I just can feel it. Oh, you can just feel it. Mangold is good, mm. but I just know it's not Spielberg. Right. But I'm willing to forgive it because there's still like good, nice things, good shots, good cinematography. Mm-hmm. So, I'm willing to forgive it. But I think a lot of the other factors of the movie also don't help. Such as? Where we talked about uh, how the way that we do action and effects works has changed. Yes. There's just a lot of unconvincing scenes in this movie. I and I don't think, I don't know, I'm, I'm willing to give James Mangold some credit because the work on Logan isn't necessarily CG heavy. We're not going to do the action action because it's the first time Wolverine's like R-rated. We can actually use some blood and guts. So we do get to see some action. So I'm willing to cut him some credit and think, oh, maybe the script's just not allowing for this kind of action because, and it's Harrison Ford who's like 85, can't really do it. Yeah, that's the, the, the big thing, obviously. As we've said a lot of times, this is a movie about Indiana Jones being old and frail. Yeah. But, okay, well, do you know what? I, I'll, I'll get back to this anyway. Have you seen, so you've seen Logan, have you seen 310 to Yuma or Ford vs Ferrari or no. what Girl Are Up To? So you've you not really seen much of other no. mangled films. No. See, he, did get he did get interrupted. He did get interrupted. Damn. Okay. With with, uh, with Angela Rider. Julie. Yep. Yeah. Is that Angela Julie? As Andrew Norida. Yeah. Aye. So I watched a, a couple of videos about them because I've actually not watched them either. I've not even watched Logan, which yeah, is one you of my haven't. Yeah. Glaring. It just. Oh, bro. We need. We'll do an X Menathon. We should do an X Menathon. Yeah, I've got. We'll a thing about for you. Every movie up to. But and not I'll Dark put Phoenix. them all S tier, even Dark Phoenix. Why not? Lethal to bear down. You know. <laughs> yeah. Days of Future Past is unironically S tier. I would like. I would say so. I love that movie. <laughs> it's good, but uh, he's yeah. a competent director. I, I heard that he actually changed a lot of the script. I heard right. that when he came in, the script was like in his eyes worse. That script was written by three people. Yes. One of them being Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who I respect as a writer. Mm-hmm. I think she's in charge of more of the comedy stuff in this movie. Yeah, it depends on what she wrote. I think the comedy was fine. I got a lot of good laughs, actually. She obviously wrote her character. Yeah, I imagine she had a lot of say in Helena. It might even be controversial and weird, but I think Helena's probably like one of my favourite parts. Um, Yes, I'd say so. I, I think she's yeah. probably one of the best bits of the movie. She's like a new type of like person. She's not like a love interest or like a frail heroine. Or yeah. She's she's smart. She's funny. She's very driven. There's a lot of interest about how she's like Temple of Doom Indy. She's like, no, I am here for the money. Mm, I'm yeah. actually explicitly here to con you and get me money. Yeah. Which is fun. It's a fun character. Mm. Mads Mikkelsen is good. Mads Mikkelsen is my favourite villain, I think. You think he's your favourite villain? Aye. I think he's quite strong. I think he's got great, like, um, the idea, like, the Operation Paperclip, like, he was a Nazi, and, yeah. you know, he's been, like, folded back into the US, and then how that... He still is a Nazi. Still is a Nazi. I, I do like that he's got almost, like, a comedic ultimate goal of, like... I'm going to be Hitler too. I'm going to use time travel to become a worse Hitler. Yeah. I'm not going to time travel and kill Hitler. 
I'm going to time travel and become Hitler. I'm going to literally supplant Hitler as yes. like Omega Hitler, which is just like <laughs> fucking insane and so like uh, ridiculous and like the best way. Yeah. And you're his whole sort of goon squad. I like Boyd Holbrook a lot. I really like Boyd Holbrook. Just as a performer. As a performer. Me also. Do you know Sandman. what? Sandman. Do you know what? Predators. Cool. Logan. That happened to Logan. Great Logan. Which I've not seen. But I just know he's in it. And I, Damn. I, he's, he's good for what I've seen. Yes. Boyd um, Holbrook. Gold star. What I think is my critical issue with this is one as some of the CG, there's multiple scenes. The train, okay. Well, first off, let's take this element because we actually need to discuss this. So the prologue is obviously a flashback and it's got the digitally de aged Harrison Ford. Sucks ass, Imo. You think it sucks ass? Yes. I think it looks great, but the moment he starts talking, I'm out. I think it just does not sound right. He sounds like bored, uninterested, separate. I don't know if it's Harrison Ford. I don't know if it's like Harrison Ford with an AI. Like, you know, they did some weird AI stuff with Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian. Aye. I think it was usually Mark Hamill reading a line. Or an actor standing that looked similar enough. Aye, aye. And the AI did extra stuff on top yeah. to make it work. Every time I looked at it, there was a couple of shots where I'm like, yeah, it's obviously fake. And it's hard to get rid of the fact you know why Harrison Ford's not that young. Yeah. It did just look too uncanny. It looked like I was watching a CGI trailer for an Indiana Jones video so game. you thought it was too far. You could I, I was thinking about it because I was like, there's a couple of movies that have done this successfully or not. It's up to opinion, I think. I think the Irishman did it well. I believed Robert De Niro's de-aging that. It might be because it's not like trying to be an action rock like Indiana Jones. It depends on what do doing it. Because, um, yeah, Indiana Jones, they, they obviously, they carefully put them in certain lightings and from certain angles. Yeah. And they do just commit to the close-up. And I mean, there's close-ups in Irishman, to be fair. But that's the only version that I think's good. And, like, I believe that. What about um, Rogue One? Rogue One. That was Leia good. You thought Leia I, think, I think that was Leia good. Leia was a bit uncanny for me, but Tarkin, I actually really liked it. I thought Tarkin was really good, yeah. You know, when you talk about how they use it, mm-hmm. Irishman's obviously prestige high end. Let's talk about the Marvel movies. The Marvels look really weird because they occasionally chuck it in a very good way. Captain Marvel with Nick Fury. That was good. And uh, I don't think that was an issue. The one that I really get is fucking Ant Man. Ant Man the Wasp and Ant Man the Wasp Quantumania with Michael Douglas, Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, those were flawless. I can't remember the scenes, but I don't remember having an That's issue. completely fair. I'd, I'd even just check them out just to remind you. Yeah. Like, they're like weirdly flawless. Yeah. I don't know what um, it is with this one then. They are just short, emotional. They don't de-age Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. for a fight scene. They de-age them for like a, a scene at the house where they're talking to like a young hope in that. Aye. And those scenes being shot might help it. That if this was shot, I would still have an issue with it. There's also the layers, I guess, to give them some credit. Michelle and Michael, they had a bit to go, but like it wasn't too bad. They look as young as they could look. Pretty much. It. It's no de-aging as much. And then Samuel L. Jackson as well, like he already looks fucking beautiful. He does not look like his age. Exactly. So they almost didn't even need to do much for him. They could have just make up him to look younger. Yeah. Harrison Ford is old and yes. wrinkly doesn't and look like what it used to look like that's, anymore you know, Indiana Jones 2 Indiana Jones 1 and, uh, oh, like, that's a different man and I, you know yeah. I, I think he's still aged quite well but he's just visibly yeah man for like whatever old he is when he's, he's top off he's shredded he's not like yeah, Stallone yeah, or like yeah, Arnie yeah. but he's in pretty good shape Indiana Jones has done a number on him yeah know, he, he loves doing these movies to be fair you gotta give him that credit I mean, that's fair because they spent a lot of fucking money on this de-aging I mean, I don't even know what the box office is at right now. I don't know what the budget was total, but I don't think it was worth it in the end. I think, it's, I think it, you can categorise it as a flop. Yeah. I think the budget was like 300, 400, and I think the returns right now are like between like 120 to 150, 70. I, I've not checked the numbers recently. I mean, a lot of that's probably inflated by having to do the de aging, which costs a lot. Yeah, like I say, I'm pretty sure the de aging was uh, 150, 200. Yeah, it's like half a budget already. We'd be ridiculous to emphatically state that that entire movie, half of it was de aging, but it might have been because it, yeah. it was just that. And there's so much of it. And I again, I think it looks good. You just can't go down kind of that. I still think, you know, it loses me the moment it speaks. 
Mm-hmm. That in itself doesn't work. Yeah. And some of the just, I don't know, it's up and down. I thought that was a really fun, interesting scene. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when he's working his way through the train, he has like these disguises and that's it. And they kind of was... all start like a bit like that. Last Crusade starts and it's Young Indy and it's a callback, and then it goes straight into him later with the same artifact. This one, it's like, we'll throw it back, show where it comes in to Indy's life, mm, and then is... how we go. This is interesting because it's, it's literally like every other one, because famously these movies all just start with a like a big ass the end of a last adventure. Yeah. The fertility idol, the iconic like temple mm. are chasing that, which is technically not related to the Ark of Covenant other than yep. Relock. Yeah, some on that one. Temple of Doom's like it's a different narrative, but it it's the end of the exchange. Causes, aye. as you, you said, the I three's like sort of like starts with a different artifact, but it's still relevant. Mm. Four, four was kind of like two, mm. where it's sort of a different. No, no, it's not. Four is like five, where it's it's directly related. Yeah, it's sort of in a different place, doing a different thing, but it's yeah. to get the alien. And it's not like we don't like. Well, I suppose one and three are also one's linear as well, so it's kind of more like one where it just follows that story one. Like mm. three jumps back in time, forward in time, and then we continue on. Yeah, I I feel like I should dislike threes more because it feels like so much like oh here's just young and Dan how he get his hat and I feel like it's one of the least related to the rest of the movie. Mm. Like you say, one's a completely different story, but it still has the through line of like Belloc and Indy's rivalry. Yeah, well, it's kind of like it's like, it's like oh it's to show Indy always like young, rambunctious. He's always been this way. He's then always... yeah, he gets the artifact. Oh, Dad, look, I've got. Hold it, Junior. I'm reading this fucking it's critical book. Dad, yeah. Then it's like, oh, it's so you know, kid. This guy, I'm getting it for him. That's not a fact. It then, bang, cut to the boat. Great scene, yeah. It was great. <laughs> last Crusade was a really good movie. Fuck my last Crusade, wasn't it? Um, but I, I, mean, I like the opening to five. Yes. I, I think. So I like, just think if it wasn't the agent, I'd have more less issues with it completely. That's fair, but then what would they have done? I don't know. They could, they could have got Jerry Ashley before running on that fucking. That was him. That was him. He said he filmed the scenes. Well, the DH scenes, it's him sat there. Really? That's what he said. Red carpet interview. He's like, I was in there, filmed the scenes, then they'd CGI whatever me. That's so weird. He's so old. I know. Well, good for him. You know what? Good for him. Always having fun. I think get the DH in with the voice. I think some of the shots were out of hockey. Some of the nighttime train shots, although I don't think After the train scene goes on too long. Yes, it does go on a bit too long. Do you know what? Let's just put that down. I think one of the harshest immediate criticisms of this movie is far too fucking long. It is far too long. I was going to say that, yes. I think Chris Skull's too long. This is definitely too long. Yeah, Chris Skull just feels too long for you. This is emphatically, like, this is oh my god, end the film. Yes. Like, I actually just, like, I wish we could cut, like, I love Antonio Medeiros, right? I wish we could just cut that scene, that whole section. Well, I don't agree. It's integral, but like, I wish it just didn't need to be there. I think... Because it were, takes too long. If they were going to cut anything... It'd be the whole tuk-tuk race. Well, here's the problem. That's a good scene. That's it's a good... too long, though. It does go on a bit too long. But it's like a good classic ending of chase here. I think the it's whole... It's like the only one in the movie, yeah. I think we should move it to somewhere else, maybe, if we could find an organic right. place to put it. Aye. Because, like, maybe we didn't need the whole framing device of, like, the going to the auction and all that. Right, yeah. We could just chase Helena there. Well, yeah. The whole stuff with Antonio Banderas and the, going under the sea, I think that's one of the most fun and interesting parts of the movie. It's one of the first, like, one of the good like, bits oh, of the movie. Oh, we're going to go find the thing. Yeah, it's like a proper, we're digging through ruins, we're, like, chasing an artifact, you yeah. have to go to the boat because they stole the disc and the disc will tell us where the bit is. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people talk really fondly of, um, like, the snakes in this movie, why they have to be snakes, are water snakes, they're eels. 
Yeah. The, the whole like joke, they're just like snakes but underwater. And I'm like, that's a great. That, it's like, damn it. I think Snakes I told you about Dennis just was weird to be there, but it's not unlike other. There's some characters in Agile that are just sort of there. Although, yeah, this movie still has a lot of characters that are just sort of like there and then go and then come back. I actually agree with this thing that, again, Star Wars explains that Alex pointed out. The movie's very morbid. Like, they fucking just kill a lot of innocent people. Like, the Nazis just shoot the professors, like, bang, bang, blood, gun, you're dead. Like, and he finds the corpses his co workers. They kill all Antonio Banderas' crew and then. Antonio Banderas I guess it feels more like real these days because like I thought to do that in the old movies like, like death in the old movies doesn't really feel like death yeah no one like no one really who matters dies and when they do it sort of like oh my goodness I know like, like the doctors like don't matter in this movie the professors know, it just feels a bit more it, serious it's because it's just like they maybe don't matter but they're still emphatically innocent yeah some people who are unrelated to this just get fucking brutalised for just no reason straight murdered like the Nazis didn't need to literally gouge all of the crew that Antonio Venice like wore. they're already and Nazis like he could have just shot his other leg and like, man, like if you want men I'll kill him kill him but no they won't no bang 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 he's dead now you have to do it for me and I'm like oh yeah. Oh. and then there's a bunch of other folk that just get like shot by the Nazis and my partner said I honestly wasn't as bothered by that well my partner said they're Nazis and I'm like yeah but yeah. you don't need to explain to me why Nazis are bad yeah, they're Nazis already, they're already Nazis like it's, the, it's in the name yeah so I'm not saying I, I'm not like bothered bothered by it but I, like Alex said it does sort of like leave like a whoa like, it's so they don't need to be this brutal unnecessary, it's unnecessary brutality yeah I think they're trying to like fuck with the tone like yeah, the tone of it like it's just type thing I don't know if that's it, or if it's like the writing and it together paired, or it's like we need to send Harrison Ford off and we need to do this big epic like take on Indiana Jones being old, and I just don't buy it. Yeah, so that's where I come in because apart from how long this movie is, my biggest critique with it is it felt meaningless. Mm. Maybe not meaningless. A lot of people talk about this movie's like, oh, it's you know, it talks about Indiana Jones being old, and it sort of just touches those issues. It points them out. Goes, man, Indiana Jones is old. Mm. But this movie to me had no through line. It had no real key emotional movement. Every other it's movie, got no heart. It's got, it's got no, no heart. Soul. It's like soul. a cashless, a cash grab remake. Ah, oh, awful. You know, every other movie had like a very crucial like drive, and they had something to say about both the mystery of the artifact, but then also and the what the quest is about, like love family you know relationship with his dad relationship with his son mm. what he gains what he loses Indy doesn't really do anything or have any sort of thoughts in this movie until he's he just like, sort of suddenly does he's like on this quest with Helena because he feels some sort of responsibility because he didn't actually destroy the dial yeah like why but why didn't he destroy it because he loves artifacts and that's just against my being he as a core he fucking loves artifacts bro yeah it's like I cannot destroy this ancient piece of history can't do that it's, and i get that i understand that i get why you wouldn't destroy it uh, yeah i get why you wouldn't destroy it i'm asking more to like try and gen- explain the whole thing to me i get why i didn't destroy it but then it's like because they, they don't really make the movie about him and helena other than just sort of like giving them like what feels like they're they, they required like helena and they don't get along helena and they're slightly they wrong helena and they have now reached common ground it's not Aye. like four where it's like it's my son or oh, surprise it's my son and yeah. you know how that paints he had this formative relationship with Martin and then the father-son reveal was like oh that changes everything now I'm like stricter and but then I've not been in his life and then they just reach to a common ground at the end uh-huh. this one like they don't for example is, is the movie about him and Helena it's kind of similar to just him and his goddaughter is just him and his son again but yeah. they don't make as big a deal out of it 
Aye. There's like, they touch upon like grief and loss, I suppose. Like, Indy's old, he's lost Marin, he's lost Mutt. Like, yeah. He sort of like doesn't feel like he's quite in it, but I feel like they never quite. Well, yeah, um, yeah. It's like, it. I see what you're saying when they just like kind of touch it. Like, they don't, like, when he says, I split up with my wife because my son went to Vietnam and was killed, brutally murdered. If I could go back in time, that is the one thing I would change. And then that's it. Aye, he's like, I'm definitely sad about that. And then they just sort of like leave like, it at that. I remember reading or hearing Harrison Ford saying, This movie is like, what's it like to be Indiana Jones 85? And we're just going to really deal with that. And like, you're right, we just did me. Aye, they, you just sort of touch on it. Aye. They do mention it, so you, you kept thinking about it. But he's like, Oh man, Indy's old. Indy's retiring as a professor. Yeah. He's not really doing Avengers anymore. And they just don't do anything. At, they uh, like put it in front of you and then you're waiting for them to sort of like maybe come to a sort of a more solid like point or conclusion about it and they just don't. I guess the, the main conclusion is Indiana Jones thinks he's old and can't do an adventure yeah. and then he does an adventure. Aye. And at the end I'm like, oh, miserable. Yeah. Ah, I'm sad because so, Indy's old. The ending of the movie as well. So this is the double down on the spoilers. This is like the biggest spoilers. So the dial... Works. The dial works. Quotes. It's a functionally a time travel device yes we were dreading it being time travel since the inception of the movie and every time we got close to it they basically stopped short of, well, I, mean, I was dreading it and I know a lot of people were dreading it uh-huh. and they basically like James Mango was literally in an interview was like it's probably a thing that does time travel it's basically time travel I'm like okay so it's a fucking time travel movie what is like the issue with time travel the issue with time travel I think is that it just is it no one can be back to the future because we've done it already? Well, yeah, that, that you have time travel is just a very, very tricky thing to do because it's then what do you do with it and what uh-huh. meaningfully can you do with time travel? Mm-hmm. And I think this movie fails to do something anything meaningful with it. Yes, like because it depends on where you're putting it. Indiana Jones, you said we agreed on this. I think that mm-hmm. time travel is a bit too much of a leap to actually do time travel. Aye, like Indiana Jones goes back to the past in this movie. Yeah. And that just feels like a bit too far because time travel is such a, it's a very delicate concept. You have so many rules and you need to make sure you're doing it for a good purpose. And this one didn't really do that in my head. Mm. Well, okay. The villain had a more compelling like arc and conceptual narrative than Indy did in my head. Like Voler's whole, I would go back and I found the thing that was going to do it. And I went back, but it wasn't quite right. It it turns out like there are other things. reason is like, I can't find the lands. I found the fake lands. And I've got this secret weapon. I think this would Hitler wants this this is the best weapon but he just won't trust me and then after he gets through the war he's like I've done it I've cracked it I've found it all and now I'm going to go back and I'm going to be the best yeah I don't think it was that Hitler didn't trust him he wanted to show it to Hitler but um, the other Nazi was like no man like Hitler's like Hitler's insane and you're gonna say oh hey sir the lance of the spear that touched Jesus Christ was fake but I do have this fucking watch yeah bro I guess they never really get to like you just have to assume that he like he's a Nazi Nazis are Nazis. Yeah. He fails, but he sits germinating on it. It's a bit like Arnim Zola in Winter Soldier, where he's like, hey, I'm still a Nazi and I fucking love being one and I'm just going to like help the Nazis come back secretly. Ooh. The whole time travel thing, I guess, makes sense inside that guy's like whole thing of like, this is what I want to do. And then the whole twist of like, oh, he fucked up the numbers and they don't go back to 1930s Germany. They go back to like ancient Greek time. Yeah. I liked it. I kind of like like, I'm like, oh yeah, fuck Vol- like oh, Voller's lost, he's made a mistake. Okay, I, I don't know, I'm getting really weird about this because I conceptually both don't like this, but every time I think about it, I like aspects of it. I like the big plane flying through like Greece. I like them Nazis getting stabbed by like Roman spears and them being like, oh, this fucking flying behemoth, this phoenix, that shoots, this dragon that shoots fire. I just think where it is in the Indiana Jones movie with Indiana Jones, mm. I'm like, why are we doing this? Why are we here? Right. I almost wish if they were going to do the time travel, they should have simply like skiffed it 
like they just barely time travel a wee bit right because I, again I think that's the whole we've went too far like the art opened and there was ghouls in it and then we shut it and that was it see I think to do it you should have just done it right at the start yeah, and then time traveling the whole thing no no that's the whole thing but like do it and then we have to deal with it well the consequences are like, mm, okay I think it's just because it resolves quickly here and I don't like how it resolves I would have liked it to just not be the way it happened yeah do you know what actually yeah because I think I'm going to prattle a bit but I'll, I'll get that in so yeah the whole resolution is like the Nazis crash and die because they're Nazis and they get shot by Roman spears or whatever yeah and then Indy's like shot and dying and he's like I'm going to just stay here in the past Yes. Because I like the past. Because I've like yes. put my life out there, I guess. Yes, I can live in history here. How awesome would that be for a send-off for a great action hero we've had for so many years? I get that, but it's if they were going to do that, I wish it was anything but how they did it. Like, dying of a gunshot wound next to like the sacking of Syracuse. If he was going to like live timelessly in history, I would have liked to have like a nice like villa in like fucking Pompeii pre-eruption. Yes, maybe. <laughs> but this is just like, no, Indiana Jones is going to become a... Co- We're going to stop looking at him for five minutes and he's just going to fall down dead. Maybe. And then, like, Archimedes comes up and he's like, it's me, famous historical figure Archimedes. Stop. I'm here and I'm relevant. And it's like, okay. And you see, like, Helen and Indy on, like, one of the worst green screen effects I've seen in a, wee, a long time. That was, that, that was like, my biggest, like, ah, uh, there's just a shot where they're looking at Helen and they see the background and the island is just not real. It's fake, it's fiction. Oh, I didn't even think that looked that bad to us. Well, not all the shots, but there was this one, there was one concrete shot as it's the shot, reverse shot, like Archimedes, and it's like Helen and India looking at Archimedes. Mm. And it's like, just, uh, they're not on a real, they're on a sound stage. <laughs> I'm usually good at skipping this, and there's times where there's been quote unquote obvious CG that like I've I missed, I never really cared about, but see, sometimes I think if it just gets quite so bad, mm. it's so noticeable. But I'm also already having a weird time because, so you think he should have stayed in the past? I just think that's just a nicer send off. Because when we go back to the future, it's shit. Yeah, I guess. His life's ass. Why so, would they want to be there? I don't think he should have been left <laughs> in the past, but at the same time, yeah, like, the ending of the film, I think, is bad. Yes. I think, so they go back to the present. And, and you know what? We could have, like, actually ended it good, even if we went back there. Yes. Like, here's my actual ending that I've headcanoned myself. Time. Fan fact, right? So it goes back, boom. Same kind of stuff happens, we make up with Marion, and then we just fucking fuck off to like a villa somewhere. We've got like a wee mural to Mutt, you know, we're chilling there. He's teaching like a school somewhere. We'll see you out his days. That would be nice. Yes. What the lightning lacks, first of all, is finality. Aye. So they get back to the present, like, like he wakes up, he's like, oh god, I survived my gunshot wound. Helena's like, alright, well, I've got Marion back. And they have a wee cute moment together, they reference Raiders, and I like that because I like Marion, and I like Indian Marion. Mm. But that's like it yeah they don't like reflect on the situation in the relationship they don't like resolve the anxiety about Mutt mm. like Mutt is still dead and that was still the thing that broke her apart they don't like say well, anything about they it. can't resolve it there because they just don't have enough time now we've spent too fucking long on this movie already but I don't need a full ex- I just I know, no dialogue no. I think it's with. fine though because uh, they say everything we look and then when, when she's like oh it hurts everywhere it's like where does it not hurt that's great. Yeah, that's, need, that's like that's fine. They've made up there in my mind. It's fine. We don't need to speak but about then it. I don't need to see them speak about they it. They will just speak about made it. up. Like that's. I, mean, ah, maybe I don't need to have a sit down heart I just feel like there needed to be more well, dialogue it's not that like, led to a resolution that just felt like we could leave. I don't know that Indy's really fucking resolved the situation with Marion's mind. He mentioned that he deeply regrets it. Yes. And then but he that's not, later. Yeah, but he's left Marion because he couldn't deal with it himself. Not. It's not like a. It's not Marion's the problem. Mm-hmm. 
he had to fi- fix himself. Nothing about what happens in this movie makes me now believe that he could deal with it. He just regrets it and he suffers and he's got personal problems and he goes on an adventure. I actually think after that point, I can't think of a single character moment for Indy that really does anything for Indy as a person other than I want to stay on the beach and die and be part of history, but that's just unrelated to everything in my head other than I'm dying, just let me die how I want, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, just a shit character in this movie, aren't he? Like... <laughs> he's kind of, he's kind of shit. Oh. He's kind of just like, like it old and he has like no sort of like his stakes are weird he's like I gotta go do this cause like I fucking fucked up and I forgot to destroy it and I gotta like help my goddaughter I guess sure and it doesn't need to be they just need to have more resolution and more like beats they just like should have went this script as they want sack it we'll start again oh my god pie it we'll do a movie if you know, listen, that should have happened five years ago but we came to this day five years ago Aye, and we're here now, and this is what we got, and I've got to say, I'm barely disappointed. Oh man, I think we're just getting, I think we're just disliking it more than what we're talking about it. I think so, I just like, do you know what, like, I didn't need another one, right? It didn't need to exist, but if we were going to do it, like, we had to do it right, and we just fucking haven't done it right. right (laughs) We just have not done it right, have we? That's why I think, you know, four, this is the Toy Story effect, four ended with, like, hanging out. It ended enough. I didn't need another one. Okay, it's fine. We knew he was in a situation where he could just continue to be happy. Aye. Like, he had a loving family, relationship with his son. We knew he, like, repaired his relationship with his dad, unfortunately, his dad passed, but still. We knew he had, like, resolved emotional network. There's nothing at the end of four where I think... What about this? Aye. But this is the final movie that was supposed to end anything, and I'm thinking, like, but what about his like unresolved feelings about Mark? Yeah. But, like, what did he actually experience? He still get the dial. Like, is he going to do something with the dial? It's like, we need another one. Yeah. Like, we need that actual final one now. They literally like told us this is going to be the last one, but I feel like coming at this, I'm like, I feel like they just set me up for another one. Aye. I need like the fucking hard as nails HBO drama sex episode Indiana Jones deals with his shit Netflix series. <laughs> My God. That's what I need you now. Need, like the last Jedi of Indiana Jones where fucking he's just maybe. like, like what? a lot of people talked about this movie. Like, oh, it's like interesting seeing your hero at an age, but that's why I'm saying it's not because they don't do anything with it. Aye. This is why. Okay. Oh, oh, hot take. Last, last Jedi. Apologism. Oh no. Uh, like. I'd never really had an issue with Luke because in Last Jedi because they were like, yeah, he's old and jaded. First off, not just because of Ryan, but because of things that George Lucas and J.J. Abrams set up. But because we also are going to do something like that, we're going to have him have an arc and have a reason for everything. And even, like, you expect him to be the good hero and you're upset that he isn't. But the whole point of that movie is, is that he had a reason to not be and he still comes back and does it anyway and he grows. I don't want to go in circles, but Indiana Jones just starts his movies like, I'm old and I can't really do this anymore. And then Hitler shows up, he's like, I gotta just do this again. I wouldn't and he like, does it. Like, do you know what, right? Like, I do not like Luke Skywalker in episode 9, right? I don't think. 8 or 9, last year I it. 8. I don't like him in 8, right? I don't think it should matter if Lucas had this idea or not, because after they put the character out, it's not theirs anymore. It's the people's. Well, yeah, I'd say it's also. They're attached in a different way. It's Lucas had the idea of having him being a jaded hermit that needed to be pulled out of hiding by a female teacher. J.J. Yeah. Abrams was the one that put him on an incredibly unfindable island in a way that didn't come back to save Han, didn't mm. come back to teach Karen, he just stayed on the island. Ryan had to go, why was Luke on an island? Yeah. Why was he not coming back and helping anyone? And like, we also know he fucked up because the info's when he's established, no, Kylo Ren destroyed the temple and Luke fucking fled. Mm. So J.J. Abrams set all this up based on stuff that like, yes. George Lucas had put down. Listen, the secret could have worked if they'd fucking spoke to each other, right? And like, had a plan. Yeah. 
right? Like, I think, Ryan, been fine, probably. I think Ryan Jones did a great job extrapolating, but yeah, like, it probably could have been better if they'd all talked a bit more. Yeah. Also, we need to talk more on it. We'll do an episode about Star Wars, and what I really want to talk about dogmatic. You you make a good point because I actually don't believe we should just prescribe to what Lucas said because Lucas that's, said it, and that's what I mean here because like I would have liked Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson esque take on Indiana Jones in this movie, mm-hmm. where he just comes out and he's like a total dick or something he because I would have just respected thing. it more. This has been that long for Indiana Jones. It's like you, you should have expected him to be different, Aye. and then the journey is maybe getting back to how we what we all know and love him. That can be compelling. Yeah. Or, as you say, just, like, finding a resolution point, finding like, an ending. Do you know, right, I'm about to write a better end down Jones movie, right here. Okay. Oh Hot take, listeners. Get ready. Get ready. Right, so, we meet Indiana Jones, and he is a bit, he's a bit fucking jaded. He's a bit stuck in his ways now. He thinks all these hip astronauts going up to space, or oh, that's like me, I used to be like that. I do like that, I like that he's jaded about the astronauts. And he meets this young pupil in his class, and this pupil's like big on this one treasure, and he's in with like the wrong crowd or something. He's getting sent on this like mission, and then Dan Jones like, you know what, I really like this kid. I'll, I'll follow him, help him out. Sees him in a fucking bad situation, jumps in, classic Indiana Jones action, right? Then the kid's like, oh my god, you're Indiana Jones, the legendary like archaeologist. You should team up. They go on a mad adventure, they find the thing, he learns how to be cool, hip, and like free life again. End of the movie. Like you can you can still be the noble, the hero in the adventure. You can still do all the right things. You may be a bit old, so maybe you can't quite whip fly yes. over holes, but you know you can. Have still... a cool scene where he passes in the whip or something. Yeah, I I don't even think they need to necessarily pass it on. I mean, the whip. I oh, people talk about passing on the hat. And I'm like, no, that's like his hat. Aye. You don't need a, the whip to be Indiana Jones. I suppose you don't need yeah. a hat either. But the whip's actually a cooler thing to pass on than the hat in my head. I, like, I kinda, that like, journey's that. better for me than. Oh, what's it like to be fucking really old and it's shit? Like, give me old, that. give me old, but he's recapturing his adventure. Give me spirit. old, but they do something with it. Don't just give me old and it's like, I'm old, life sucks, I'm going on a fucking hip fracturing adventure. Like, we should have the last hurrah and it be an actual last hurrah instead Aye. of having it be like, oh, I want to go back in time, I can't, and it's shit. <laughs> sort of isn't, like, he does some cool stuff. Like, I I like the scene, the whole sort of tomb scene up till they get to the second half of the dial when they're in, like, the, the cave climbing, under the, yeah. like the eye, the climb up the back, and he's and even about that. Yeah. And there's like a whole puzzle in that. That's just good, classic Indiana Jones. That's just him doing what he does best. But like, mm. this one feels the most like he's sort of been dragged along rather than like an active pursuit of or something. Yeah, well, that, I think that's just a consequence of Harrisonville being really old. Yeah. And Helena being like the driving force of the plot. Yes, but they didn't need to be. Well, no. I mean, yes, Harrison Ford is old and you can't avoid it, but it still doesn't necessarily need to... Like, for example, he could have been much more invested in it. He, yes. like, hates the dial and he's like, I drove my friend insane, but I still didn't destroy it. And I can't totally regret that. And I'm not going to destroy it now. I could fix the plot if I fucking destroy it right now. Yeah. Like, like the Nazi like, won't get it We need to stop the Nazis from getting it, but, like... I'll destroy it. How about that? So, uh, yeah. Ah, oh, that is... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does break the he has for plenty you. of times he has it and he could just like fucking throw a rock at it or like stuff a, a bit of dynamite in it and he just yeah. doesn't and I'm like you just find another thing for Helena you know what I mean he just didn't need to be so irrelevant to this story mm. like he's sort of just there as Indiana Jones and he has good parts, and I think there's some fun stuff with the character development, like with his interactions with Helena and Teddy. I don't know, I don't want to say it would have, like, he shouldn't have been there. I just don't see the point of it. Mm-hmm. Especially because it didn't say anything, it didn't really do anything with the things that they had there. Well, like his age, they didn't really do anything with his age. They just went, as you say, he's old and he's sad. Aye. And it ends with him being old and slightly less sad, but because, definitely yeah. still life kind of sucks in a lot of ways. Aye. 
I agree. And there was no finality. There was no, again, compared to the ending of four, where Aye. they just didn't, at the end of them, like, okay, cool, he's making back up with Marion, but he's not like, at the end of four, he got married to Marion and they were smiling and they were yeah. kissing. And this one, it's like, oh, hey, Marion, maybe we can start to repair the broken relationship. Like, and, I'm sorry that your son died and I was a dick about it. I'm like, what does he do now? He's still retired from being a professor. He's still back in his, like, tiny little apartment where he just yeah. sits and drinks alcohol. Mm-hmm. This movie is fucking miserable for Indiana Jones oh my god you're right like we should have had some sort of bombastic return to form where he just like recaptures the spirit of old Indiana Jones and it would have been awesome seconds I think all the stuff in Marrakesh was or was it Marrakesh or was it the the tuk tuk chase like I like the scene where he's in like the auction if your whips about and then they'll pull out guns that's like classic Mm. he's like he's still kind of gone out he's still trying to do it but I don't know why he's still trying to do it and he never really tell me why and they never really give me a good reason or a good emotional through line other than just I'm old and miserable and I'm here because I had to be Mm. I'm contractually obligated to be here and now my life's fractionally less sad Mm. but definitely not like still it's definitely still sad yes I still cry myself to sleep now (sighs) rough one damn I didn't even think this harshly when I came out the cinema but yeah so you just need to like work it out yeah it's not still don't even hate it Listen, I can turn it all off and just watch it and be like, that was fine. It's like Temple of Doom for me in that there's a lot of like, just even if I can't get away certain things, there's also a lot of good scenes that I like. I really like the horse chase, the horse like bike chase through uh, New York. I mean, that, that was just, I was also seeing Glasgow and be like, oh, Glasgow, I know that. <laughs> but that was just like a good classic Indiana Jones chase with some fun action. Tuck Tuck Chase, as you say, it was a bit long, but it was still like, again, yeah. like another good Indiana Jones chase scene with like some fun action, some fun I feel like I actually liked action. The movie or the Tuck Tuck yeah, Chase? Yeah, the movie. Yeah, I guess I can understand. Maybe again because of Harrison Ford. Yeah, that's probably why. The horse chase and the tuk-tuk chase, but there's only like occasional scuffles. Mm. Like Teddy kills the Pat Roach character in this one, even it's not Pat Roach, it's the big fucking really tall bodybuilding guy. Although I kind of thought that was a fun twist. Plus that kid fucking murders that guy. <laughs> Bro's fully drowned, man. Like fucking handcuffs him to a great underwater and just suffocates him to death. Like, like cool. Damn. Bro. I guess there's action at the end, but there's something weird and impersonal about the action of like people dressed up as Romans, like throwing spears at like a big Nazi plane, and like occasionally a Nazi gets stabbed, and Boyd Holbrook's like screaming and shooting Romans. Yeah, they fully jumped the shark at the end, though. Like, they sort of jumped the shark. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about it. Not that time travel doesn't need to be there, but just they to really go so run far. risks. Yeah. And they they just failed. Mm. They didn't run the run the risk here. They, yeah. they failed. What do you call that? When you like you lose the risk, you take the risk and you fail. You double down and you lost. It's just like that. I don't think it's without any merit, but it's I'm not, struggling to find the merit. It's not getting much from me. Yeah, I'm not I'm struggling to see it. And yeah, I see it also funny because like we're both reaching agreed results, even though we also completely disagree on certain things like the ending. I think he shouldn't have stayed. Aye. But it just should have been a better not stay. Yeah, I mean I agree with that. I suppose you agree with that. But then would you rather he had a better not stay or that he just stayed? Well if perfect world it would have been a better not stay because that actually fixes the time travel issue. Mm-hmm. But like the ending we got is worse than. I was going to say that because that's just a sad ending as well. Like, Indiana At least he gets it once that way. Has a miserable present and is like, let me die on my own in terms, And then he just dies on a beach and we're like, and that was the story of Indiana Jones. Yeah. He died miserable, but at least he got to like die on a. He, he went out on his own. Happy thing at the end. On his own terms. Marion's still divorced, Mutt's still dead. Yep. His goddaughter has to jump in the plane and escape the big time. Hole in the sky. Yep. God damn. 
has Wyatt as the fifth movie that I can I would put it sixth behind a potential next movie behind Young Indiana Jones Avengers yeah I've not watched that it might be behind good. the upcoming Bethesda Machine games Wolfenstein uh, Indiana Jones game maybe that'll fix it you don't know I mean it's Machine games the guys do Wolfenstein it's gonna be an Xbox exclusive so I can't play it but I've got faith I, I think you know if there's anybody that knows a game of, of it punching Nazis it's the Wolfenstein guys that's true apparently the original LucasArts point and click Fate Atlantis is just obliquely great so play that if you want Indiana Jones content if you like Indiana Jones watch Indiana Jones 1 through 4 and then play The Fate of Atlantis and then play Lego Indiana Jones 2 yeah because that's like a criminally underrated Lego game I don't want to say don't watch Dial of Destiny because I don't want to be like a hater but ugh. just like watch it form your own opinion yeah agree I with us after tell you because you are, yeah, yeah. after you see it you'll know you're like oh god damn those guys were right like that's just fucking miserable yeah see it yourself Ugh, I don't know man if you can enjoy it, enjoy it. I enjoyed parts of it. I enjoyed parts of it. Yeah, it, just I mean, the it was one. a good time at the movies. Yeah. I'm careful these days, but I don't I don't want to be like, movies are either literally like perfect or literally just the worst thing I've ever seen. We can have all these we, we need just movies at the cinema. Yeah. You know, we need cocaine bears. We need some original films. Like, I suppose a fucking sequel to a long resurrected, like the Frankenstein corpse of a franchise that just didn't need a movie. Yes. I guess. Might consider. It's not like an original movie, but it's still, we just need movies. Yeah. That aren't, I don't know, do you know what? This is just a franchise fucking milk. This is literally. It is just a cash grab, you This is what it is. This movie was just good, which we need more movies of, but we don't need more movies like this movie. We just need more everything everywhere all at once. We need more horror movies. We need. More small more, movies. We need more small movies. We need movies. more cocaine bears. We need yes. more no hard feelings starting Jennifer Lawrence. Apparently that's just a funny, silly, romantic comedy. comedy not movie. quite a rom-com, just like a weird, sexy, romantic comedy. Ah, it's, like a, it's like a hard, it's like an art comedy. It's just like a fun movie. Aye. It's not I need that. The Hangover Part 1, 2 and 3. It's not Indiana Jones 7. It's just like, oh, go watch Jennifer Lawrence do a funny little movie. Yeah. Go watch Barbie. Go watch Barbie. Go watch Oppenheimer. Go Listen, watch we've watched Indiana Jones. Now we can watch the really good movies coming out soon. We can hit them and then we can be like, oh, movies are good. Don't worry about it. Movies, movies, yeah. I'm in a bit of a malaise now. <laughs> I can't believe. I've broken them. I'm sorry, much. listeners. Like, you know, I I wasn't so in love with it, but yeah, it's like a goddamn Indiana Jones really did peer out. Yep, that's a shame. I'm not going to be super harsh hater mode, but it, in a summary term, it just failed to justify its existence. Aye. And it failed to do anything meaningful with the character and it failed to failed to give some justice to him to close yeah which is kind of like how I feel about episode 9 of Star Wars as well well that's why we're getting episode 10 don't worry oh, god well we call it episode 10 but it will be episode 10 if it does a better closing than episode 9 it can be whatever the fuck it wants nah to I see it's a start of neutrality I don't know if I can tolerate a neutrality <laughs> Star Wars is like my favourite franchise but I fucking hate Star Wars is Kathleen like doing 10 and then like that's me I'm out or is Kathleen like I'm doing all these new movies again now Kathleen seems to be in all that Okay, okay. I think you're just, you get to think that Kathleen's the issue, but... No, I don't think she's the issue. Oh. I just think, like, she's been at it a while now. Well, she has been at it a while. She's really she sure. wants to piece out now. I think she, I don't know. She's been at this so long. She's ambling, she's E.T., she's, like... Yep, she's with Spielberg. Fair old days. Was she on this movie? Probably. She's been, like, on the other She has been on the yeah. She was in too, did you know that? She was on the dancers at the start of two. There you go. And she actually is on screen when it comes up with a producer credit. Oh, nice. I mean, I don't know how Star Wars is going to go. That's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. I think it's, I want to like let people muck about and see what happens. Mm. 
Mangled, I, I still I don't hate Mangled because of this movie. I'm still wanting to see what his Dawn of the Jedi movie looks like. Yep. You know, I want to know if there was some development behind it. You know, Mangled says he showed up and there was a script. As you said, there's like three writers. How long was well, that? Well, Phoebe bridge wasn't on the start, I don't think. She wasn't, no, no, I remember. She came on like late-ish. I want to know how long they've been at this. Especially like, you know, like, how Aye. the Crystal Skull had like, like how time. many rewrites did it take? And if Crown of the Skull got rewrote so many times, if this was to take another year, would it have been better? I don't know. I think anything that takes more time could be better, but then I suppose they already delayed it. Yep. And they didn't really seem to be pushing to get it out. Aye. Like, I don't think it's been, I mean, it's not been pushed very well, I don't think. I haven't seen a lot of marketing for it. The marketing's a bit weird, but I feel like I see a lot, but then I feel like I'm in a position when I'm going to get thrown a lot of marketing because of my likes and my. Right, yeah. I've curated it to show me that. Mm, yeah. Like, not so much that it's badly marketed, I just think, who cares? Oh, yeah. There's so many people who just don't care. They don't care about Indiana Jones anymore. Aye. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, the adventure film is just. It's had its day in the sun. It's over. It's like if somebody with a Western now, I really don't think anybody would care about it. Cowboys and Aliens like was fine, but was shitly like received and it done poorly because it's just like a cowboy movie. Who like sees cowboy movies now? Things are like you need to niche things now. You need to make them like weird and different now for them to like be more cared about. Yeah, yeah. like Wes Anderson's cowboy movie will yeah. be great because it's Wes Anderson's cowboy exactly. movie. Exactly. Aye, because it's what has I. I was thinking um Amadevar's uh, Strange Way of Life. Yeah. Basically, just the gay cowboy brought back mountain. Yeah. Get brought back mountain is gay. <laughs> the brought back mountain cowboy movie. Yeah. Which obviously it's like a short film type thing. It's not quite the same. But yeah, I just that's like it's interesting because it's like oh wow, it's like it's like a cowboy, but it's like a gay cowboy. It's like brought back mountain. It's getting yeah. like Pedro Pascal and Ethan Hawke in it. Mm. And I'm not saying like fuck Strange Way of Life. I'm actually really really excited for Strange Way of Life. Yeah. But, but you excited because it's like focus well I say for a lot of things I think it just looks gay it's a great concept yeah but maybe there's that inherent like oh man it's like a sort of a western but it's gay yeah it's like brought back mountain western cowboys it's like there's like two movies to be excited for right that movie which is like auteurish but it's like new you've never heard anything kind of like it it's like oh what's that gonna be like and then it's like Oppenheimer Mission Impossible the blockbusters these oh. are what you see in the summer yes Marvel has fell off but hopefully they can come back. Disagreed, but you know. Yes, but like you would put them in that category. Yes, Marvel film. The last one was Guardians Volume Three, which yeah. was right, the best Marvel movie. Yes, but the film before that was the impeccable Ant Man the Wasp Quantum Area. What are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, I, 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 like, I, like, I, so you take those movies in there. You take Marvel from like Ed Game. You know, it's like yes, we're gonna go see that because it's the big blockbuster movie. So you get excited for those two kind of movies. And Diana Jones can't fit in that category right now because it's not. Yeah, because it's not, it doesn't feel like a blockbuster. Yeah. Maybe if Matt Harrison Ford wasn't like 95 and they could have more like spry action, but even then, I'm like, it's just not. Like, you can't sell it on name. Star Wars comes out, people are seeing it. Mm -hmm. Even if it is shit. You sell Indiana Jones on name to people who like Indiana Jones. Aye. And even then, we're people like Indiana Jones and we had issues with this movie. Exactly. Yeah, it's a bit sad. I feel like we need more movies that are in the middle between auteur and like yes, blockbuster but, but you can't spend 300 million on them you can't spend 300 million because like this isn't the movie this is not getting returned at all Disney are like make they're in a really weird spot they're, they're making some weird financial decisions well like they had to write this off this is coming out like we spent 300 million on it it has to go out even if they've not had super drama with it yeah. they have been at it for a when while. they hired Iger back he was like we're stopping all this shit I'm sorting it so we'll need to wait a couple of years for it to get yeah. like, any effect so this like period here is going to be like we're in a bit of a weird period be though, yeah. because you know we have the, the scourging of Disney Plus mm -hmm. and like Bob Iger's like here we're going to do a bunch of fucking sequels Aye. Toy Story 5 it'll make his money but like Calm I, I'm down. worried about what that's going to look like Toy Story 4 well, was like, like the Toy Story team hasn't let me down despite my reservations and concerns four. about 4 but that's one of those like oh god you're going to try it again yeah but like 4 could be like someone's one it could be yeah 
And this is like It's not gonna be though. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to never. I just wanted you know, like Toy Story Five is like, oh god, yeah. like you're that's a risky play because you know it's gonna make money, but like Inside Out Two is a risky play. Oh no, I disagree. I think really? Inside Out Two is one of the easiest plays. Really? Something about easy. Frozen three, bad idea. That's just because it's gonna make money. Aye. I actually like Frozen 2 a lot. I like it a lot more than the first one. Right. But like we don't need that. We could just leave it there. Aye. <laughs> Inside Out 2, I mean it's just the sequels, you know, Disney and Pixar don't often make sequels. Yeah, it's just yeah, a you're right. more recent concept. Sometimes I mean, like Inside Out doesn't feel like it had a definitive end, and it's one of those ones where like, oh man, that's an easy answer. Like it's about a fucking child like, like growing up. Just getting older. And emotions, yeah, so it's just do a bit older and just have a emotional sense, story. To be fair. Zootropia 2. They could do that, they'd get away with that. Did they announce Zootopia 2? I have no idea, bro. I've not seen one. You've not seen one? No. It's really good. It's like race relations, right? It is, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's also like <laughs> Shakira. Oh my god, no. Famous tax evader, oh, Shakira. Oh no. Toy Story 5 seems like a risk and they know they're, they're not going to make money off it. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried like they just won't approach it in the way that it should be done. I would trust the creative people that have worked on 4 already to like get it done. Maybe. I would trust them. I mean... Coming off a of dial of destiny. Yeah, but that's a different team. That's them over there. See them over there. Leave them. I would think that you'd take the first chance to compare Disney and be like, yeah, fuck all of these corporate no. mouse shells. No, I mean, I do think they have a large portion of the market cornered because they own half of it or whatever they own. But everyone else in the space makes good stuff. Like A24, Blumhouse, Warner Brothers when they hit. I'm starting to th- think that Disney's market share isn't that big as even I thought it was, though. No. What realistically do they have cornered? Their animated movies are good, but I think Disney are losing the animated movie race. Well, they're losing it in terms of the critics because they don't have an Oscar guaranteed now, and like everyone likes the style that Dreamcast and like Sony are kind of Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Genesis does what Disney don't. <laughs> Sega. Fucking Sega the movies. Uh, DreamWorks and Sony kind of the style they're adapting now is like, oh, this is like new kind of a new way of doing things, and everyone kind of likes it. Last Wish was really well received. Spider Verse, of course. Of course. Like they're not guaranteed that side of it now. It's true, and then I think that's also co-opted by just Disney's sort of unfortunate tilt towards Disney Plus, which mm-hmm. was probably JPEG's fault. Hopefully, Iger gets in there and gets that up. But like, I think they all realise now that streaming's like not quite the answer. It's it's not like the the next step forward for everything. You can't we all thought it was, it. and it's not because there's too many now. Uh-huh. And like even like the weekly releases better. Netflix can't do the binge anymore. That's I why they're splitting their seasons in two. I think it's bad for movies. That's what I was going to say. Like Disney's movies are just like hit a fucking like because like they're just getting like parked on Disney Plus. There's not a lot as much like marketing and fanfare. There's not like enough time for them to culturally stew in the same way. Like a Disney going to the cinema for a Disney movie was like a, a repeated like reliable thing, and then mm. they started to like I COVID for some of them makes sense. Like I remember Soul. Soul was almost like a, I kind of just have to get that out, you know. Aye. Everyone says that's amazing. It's absolutely fantastic. But it just didn't get its time in the sun. Yeah. And then it was like the same for like Turning Red and then like Lightyear. Although Lightyear was like in cinemas, but it wasn't really good. And it was yeah. kind of like Encanto even. Encanto, like amazing. Everyone loves Encanto. But again, it was sort of like a, ah. Uh, no, for like a week. Yeah. I think the one that hurt the most was Turning Red. Turning Red is fucking, watch this. I about to light the computer on fire. It's like my favourite Pixar movie. Or like one of them. Like, like it's literally top three in my head. Mm. It's an incredibly good movie and it's, just was like out and we all thought that was good and then it just disappeared after the week we just don't talk about it anymore yeah and Disney are like it's almost as if like they're not going to continue their path of creating organic good stories but then I think they are creatively stagnating a wee bit not like I think they have a good concept of formula where they're just like let's just take a concept and push it and Canto's like one thing like turning reds I know that's a completely different culture and like 
aesthetic and that. But it's weird. I'm having the issue with Disney that I think other people are having with Marvel where even when it's different, it just feels too samey. Yeah, I think same. it's in style. I think... But it's the same. Look, this, the one coming out for Disney 100 uh, called Wish mm-hmm. is literally the same style. Just, it's got like a filter on it now. And I'm like, that's like different for Disney. So I'm keen to see what they actually do with it. But it's still the same character designs, aesthetic design. Mm. And like, it's just that same art style, just with different things. Right. They don't change how it looks. They just change what they're looking at. Uh-huh. Which is why, again, I thought Turning Red was such a specific because that actually had a definitely different like art style. Pixar usually do turn it out. Mm. Like Soul... So Pixar was so Disney. Pixar, I think. Either way, like Turning Red and I heard Elemental's still quite good. I think it's getting a bit underlooked now, but Elemental is like another completely different thing. It's coming out a hard. I think hard it's one. just because Disney have not done something dramatically different. They just keep going back to things that are all sort of samey. Well, that's because the, they were pop dog for This so is their market share. Yeah, that's the thing they've cornered. But as you say, they've now just been shown up so strongly, yeah. and I just want Disney by to buy like a brave new voice. Mm. Like, oh, this is a new thing. This is like That's a new way to do it's this. Weird and it's like the unique animation. Different people in different ways. It's made me excited for like you know, I mean not that I was such a Disney stand that I would never think about others, but you know, I've got like oh man, fucking Spider Verse and I'm looking forward to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. I think that looks great. The Mario movie was like good. Yeah, very good. Illumination, uh, I've always been kind of like there, thereabouts. Yeah, like apart from the minions and the overproliferation in them, like I actually think Illumination are quite like strong. The movies look good. Spickle Me was like really good. How oh, I it's just Watching Dial of Destiny sort of flares up my fears of stagnation. It flares up my... I know why animation is different, but... It should, because it should hopefully be a turning point that, like, people will look at, big studios will look at and say, okay, if we're going to do the fifth sequel to this, like, legacy franchise, Mm -hmm. we should do it with some respect and we shouldn't just throw 300 million at it we should like budget it properly mm-hmm. so that we don't end up disappointed if it doesn't hit it and then we can just we can be in the green more yeah we can see the profits and be like smart decision they need a couple of wins and that's why I think like the Toy Story 5 thing is like a smart business decision I just mm-hmm. think it's risky creatively when you're sort of dealing with a riskier reputation these days mm. you know a lot of fear that you are disrespecting your films like I mean Dad Destiny is like not doing as badly I think is weird I mean financially it's doing as badly but like it's not getting quite as ran through the critically as we're running it through but it's still like there's that and then there's like you know like again all these like sequels to long loving movies instead of just making anything new but then there's the fact that Disney were like shit to all their new movies as well with like fucking them on Disney Plus and not really giving them any credit or respect or like I don't think like Disney have ever had like like I can't remember the last IP original IP that came out and I was like that was really good like Tomorrowland didn't like fucking the weird uh, Oprah one didn't like the weird oh you know wrinkle in time i was well, no, that? that's that's actually based on a book right i think disney do this weird tax evasion thing where they just buy rights to a book and make a terrible movie out of it bro atmosphere was apparently a terrible movie adaptation of a really good book do you know what one i did like though to be fair was the weird like mary poppins biopic with uh see mr banks where I yes i that was good but then, do you know what's strange? This might sound like bad, but I actually really like Mary Poppins too. Returns? Yep. No, watch them. It's just Mary Poppins again. Bro, it's just Force Awakens. That's but good. it kind of has like, well, it kind of has this element of like, yeah. oh, are all the kids for the first one are the adults. Oh, Dick Van Dyke's in it. Let's go. Dick Van Dyke is in it. I, he's a good laugh. <laughs> At like, he's in it. R.I.P. Like, oh man, rip the boy, the gal. Oh, I don't know. It's weird because I do let them away with too much, but Dale Disney's. It's got me thinking like, oh, I just, I think we're maybe... But is that Disney or is that 
like as well. That's true. Like, who are you blaming it, for that? Is it either of them? Is it just an upsetting cocktail? Or are we just, well, Disney's like the overlord, so they need to finally approve it. It's true. But like, look as far are in the, in the kitchen's like, oh, let's cook up in the five Yeah, it also go. depends like, how long have they been at this? How much yeah. money have they been spending? I've no doubt they're at it after four. Is when the first idea went, let's do Indy 5, and you it's just been there forever. Because the I'm not trying to say I feel bad for the fucking multi-billion dollar corporation, but sometimes aye. there must be like Disney, like, oh, we all just do this now. Aye. We're really sort of too locked down, and we can't just, like, fuck it up. Yeah, it gets to a point where, like, I don't know how exactly the process starts for creating a movie, like Indiana Jones 5. I imagine it's, like, months of writing that's costing you money. So after two years, you've got, like, a final script written. You've spent... I don't know how much, maybe a million, and you're like, oh, do I really want to like, shelve it and never use it? Mm. Or I'll shelve it for five years, get somebody else to rewrite it, spend another million. Exactly. So you could just be too much in the hole at one point you're like, I need to make it so I can get some yeah, back. Yeah, we have to get some return, we have to justify his existence, and you know, we've talked about it a lot, we've got people all excited about it, and we've put so much into it, and you know, people might like it. But I'm, I say, I'm not trying to be like an apologist, but there's there's so many factors like that. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm worried we're on maybe shaky ground now. Maybe it's because we're in the Iger transitional period, we need him back, we need to get all, like, he needs to start getting his ideas in and, like, refix everything. If he comes in, Green likes a bunch of, like, sequels that we don't need because they'll make money as long as they're sufficient i think some of them will be all right i think inside out 2 will probably be good i don't really think frozen 3 could be hit or miss because i really like frozen 2 but we don't really need a 3 mm. toy story 5 is just a, such a risky concept because 4 ended up being so good but like i can lightning strike twice possibly hopefully you're like hitting like the tarantino vein you're like i'm worried about cinema sweet like man do you know what well <laughs> Is it bad that Indiana Jones 5 was the Has thing got that you scared. It's the first time I've ever looked laterally at cinema and, and found a reason to be a bit more intimidated because of that whole, like, yeah, it's, just another, it's like another sequel we don't need and it just wasn't very good and didn't really respect it. It's don't the money be, thing. Like, don't be that worried, though. I just feel like a lot of movies just don't make money anymore. Every time well, I... Well, not. Like, it's, it's weird. Every movie right now costs 300 million to make. Yeah. And every movie wants to make a million. That's fucking dumb. Uh-huh. That shouldn't be I how see you the do it. Turnovers, it's like, man, it's only it's making like this much, and I'm like, what do these numbers even mean anymore? How much is the FNAF movie going to cost? I don't think it'll cost like that much. 25, 50 million, maybe. It's all practical costumes and stuff. Bloomhouse as well. Aye, right. Horror movies have it down pat. They'll yeah. spend 20 million, it'll make 500. I was going to say that movie's going to make gangbusters, I think. Like, I don't know why everyone's like, it's just because Marvel were like, they were so efficient at high budget because yeah. they were all making like a billion. Everyone was like, oh, I can do that. And they just can't do that. No, and now even Marvel can't do that. That's because no, even I'll agree with that. Like, and Marvel can't even keep up with its own pace. Everything's it's just outstripped itself. I wouldn't be too worried about it because there should be there should still be movies that are 300 million and they hit a billion. Avatar. That should yeah, still happen. Yeah, I was going to say, no, James Cameron. Like, that movie. Will That'll happen. happen. I think, like, if Marvel should... Yeah, people should be smart and know when to deploy it. Like, aye, aye. the amazing comeback in 90-year-old Indiana Jones is not going to be the billion-dollar movie. Aye. Like, it should have been a small movie. Like, Secret Wars will be the billion-dollar movie. Aye. And you know what? But they need to know that that's... They need aye. to plan to make that much money on that, so yeah. don't, like... And they need to they need to really spend it. Like, they need to actually do it properly. Yeah. We can't have weird-looking de-aging in Secret Wars. Uh-huh. People will be upset. Aye, not like 100%. I don't get too, like, scared because... I'm not, I'm not Quentin Tarantino, so I'm not like, oh, you know, it's up to me, Graham. We don't have to deal with that. Graham, I have to save cinema. We just have to watch the movie. Scenes Bro, we has can, to save cinema. I think we have the power. I think we, we can, can move do hearts and minds. Yes, galvanise the people. I guess I am just reaching the point where I'm like, oh, God, there is a lot of like, repetition, and there is a lot of, like, I just don't know what that means. But 
you know with that in mind i'm still excited for mission impossible with that in mind i'm still looking forward to barbenheimer i'm still looking forward to the marvels i'm still looking forward to deadpool 3 and yes fucking like captain america 4 mm. i think it's not like all doom and gloom i think it's just like uh, I, can, I can see where the weakness is i can see where there is reasons to maybe be like oh. mm, yeah i think the money is the biggest issue i think people just need to rebalance the books yeah they need to stop pushing as hard as possible i will allow indiana jones 5 the the getaway of like i bet you it was just just this one, didn't it? Yeah, and, and I think it was like, you know what, the, the de-aging stuff, I maybe think I see why you think you needed it, but I maybe you just ended up being too much and you're like, oh, shit, and we got to just get this out and we have to like delay. The time travel for you but, a step too far, that for them and me is a bit step far. Mm, we shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Or we should have done it a different way. I heard that it was like a whole extra year in development because like Mango came in and I was like, I want to read out the script and I'm like, I like that. But then I guess that might have added to the whole, oh, I don't know, whole extra fucking year. Aye. So I don't want to like... Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny I do not think is the tombstone of cinema I do not think it's the it's the thing that killed cinema mm. but it just made me like a bit like oh it gave you some pause it gave me pause for thought which is a shame because I was really excited for it yeah and I liked it a good bit in a lot of ways but it's one of the movies that I've ruminated on the most in terms of like a it's not really that good in a lot of ways mm. and it's kind of endemic of a lot of issues with Hollywood Issues that you've even tried to tell me about for a while that I've just never really truly understood. Well, I was explaining it to like the Marvel guys, and you're like, I can't have that. It's true. It, it depends on how you relate to it. Like, I've just never really felt any issues with Marvel. Yeah. So I can't really see it. But now I'm like, oh no, I get the issues of this movie, so I get the issues that you're trying to explain. Yeah. I think everyone needs an example that they can understand. Mm. They need a way in that they just like they can relate to. Yeah. Uh, and this is that wee bit, but we're not gonna let it hold us down. No. And the was five missed. It did miss, but... There were still some things to like about it. If you liked it as well, do you know what, in fairness, I know a lot of people who like really liked it. Sure, if you like it, more perfectly. If partner yeah. really likes it, like, it's fine. Go for it. You know, there's a lot of, like, maybe we're just, like, so jaded about being long-term fans and needing, like, some grand closure. Yeah. Which, I, I think there's reasons to be justified in that, but, you know, I would never try and supplant other people's. Hmm. So, I guess, are we both... So, for me, it goes Last Crusade, Raiders of the Lost Ark, King of the Crystal Skull, Temple of Doom, and Dial Destiny. Yep. Me, it's everything... But just swap 10 point crystal skull. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not like, you know, as I say, it's very easy in line. It's easy to put these together. But yeah. I think that's fair. And I think all the movies are good. Mm. Dial's just disappointing. Aye. Disappointing to very disappointing. It ranges on the level of the disappointment. Yeah. At worst, it's just disappointing. I think right now I'm a bit in a state of like, oh, God, <laughs> that was a very disappointing movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll wait and see. Hopefully, there's no other Indiana Jones movies. Honestly, yeah. Like, I don't know how they do another one. I'm happy for Tenniversity again. It's just Harrison's told and he just doesn't want to do them anymore. Yes, like let him go. And they put it in a terrible spot to finish it because there's so much, they sh- there's just more that should have been but they literally can't do another one. Yeah, the um, only way they're going to do another one and you're going to love me for this, Solo. Alden Ehrenreich is young Indiana Jones. Maybe know him, but he'd actually be better in Indiana Jones than Han Solo, but like, there you go. Well, if you don't mean him, what do you mean Solo? Yeah, like that, do that. Just We're just recasting Harrison. Oh, okay. Well, I, I think Alden Ehrenreich is better as Indy than Han. Really? I think I get more Indy from him in Han than I do Han in Han. I thought you were a really good Han. I mean, I enjoyed Solo, but like... I just don't know what they do with an Arab. I just... No idea. They do like their own real Indiana Jones adventures, maybe, I maybe, guess. Maybe. There was like rumours that they were going to do like a show about uh, Marion's dad. 
Abner Ravenwood, who was like his mentor. Aye. And I'm like, that's looking not a bad idea. Like, just like pre Indiana Jones adventures. Yeah. Do a short round show. Based. Kiki Khan deserves it. Let's go. Like it's that. really gritty and like China really or something. aggressive. Like, it's short rounds like smoking a cigarette. Yeah. He's like, fighting like, like the uh, the triads or something. Literally like. Crazy. Kick punching. Oh my God, could you imagine? <laughs> I just, it's such a weird state with him. And Indiana Jones is so good and interesting. And it just is like, I really like you. But you better stop it. It's like, sometimes we should just leave. Yeah, you just should accept that we did really well and we like, didn't do any more. Do you know what, right? Like, aliens should just be left alone. But, like, I don't want it to be. Oh, man, are you not looking forward to the Noah Hall area? Very, I love it. Yes. I didn't need Prometheus or anything, but, like, I'm happy it's there. But, like, we should have just left it. Aliens shouldn't exist, but I'm happy it does. Yeah, I, I give you that. Because, technically, you, you should have really just finished India. I don't know. Why well, not? Because they were planning for... Three could have been the end. I'm happy I have four. Yep. They were planning four, I guess. We didn't need five. Aliens, I'm not you know, I'm not into it yet, but I, I mean, I've heard that to fail because they just keep going. The Prometheus and then Covenant, and then we've got the No Holidays, like a series. There's I, a series, there's a movie. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of movies now. just finished filming. It's get, I don't know if it's finished or if it's starting. It's, it's like, like somewhere about. in there. But there's a movie as well. And we just, for what? You know what I mean? I'm down. I'm literally down. Even if it's shit, I'm down. I watched Predators and had a good time. I'm, I'll watch it all. I don't oh, give a weakness shit. In it. That's the problem. Yeah. And do you know what? There's some people like that that are out there for Indiana Jones. Like, there are people out here that They're are just like, like, I'm here for Dial and I'm here to see it. I'm fourth time seeing Dial Destiny. Like, Let's go. Thanks very much, James Mangold. I cried when Indiana Jones said it's Indiana Jones in time. Yep. And then it Indiana Jones the everywhere. And they whipped all over the place. Oh, yeah. Now watch me whip. Ooh. Now watch me nae <laughs> He just does like a really aggressive like, old man. He goes through the vortex and it's actually 2023. Oh god. That's like Captain America when he comes <laughs> out of the ice. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh well, I think that's us. I think we've exhausted our Ladies and gents, souls. we've rambled. We've uh, we've had a good time. I hope you've had a good time. Thank you for a good time, yeah. I hope you had a good time, guys. Thank you for joining us today. Yes. Next time. Next we'll time. We'll hopefully talk about something more fulfilling. Possibly. I don't uh, know what we've got scheduled for the next one, you know. Well, we've got a lot of we'll just options. Just see. You know, we also saw Asteroid City. So Asteroid City. So we've got some stuff about Wes Anderson to say. Um, I guess, yeah. So look to the skies. Yep. I'll see you in the cinema. Yes. Go to your cinema. Tom Cruise did it. He did Greta it. Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie did it. The guy from Mission Impossible did it. Christopher McQuarrie. Christopher McQuarrie did it. Go support the cinema. And do you know what? See, after that... Yeah. Dune Part 2. Dune Part 2. Oh, that's late in the year. We've got stuff before that, but Dune Part 2, yeah. Well, it's earlier than you think. I was looking at movies, is it? It's earlier than you think. I think it's like October. It's before the Marvels. Ah, that's November. That's like lately. I think it's like early November, Dune. Anyway, go see Dune 2. Go see Dune 2. Uh, go see Barbenheimer. Go see Mission Impossible, even though I'm not going to be because I haven't seen any of the other ones, but I want I'll to. I'll speak about it. He can ask me questions. I'll spoil yeah, we'll do some Mission Impossible. We can figure it out. I hope you guys will join us for that. Yes. And I appreciate you all. Yeah, thank you for listening. If you do, don't forget, like, subscribe, share, what all that stuff. I don't know. I don't, know where, I don't even know where we're on. We're on every dying social media except Yes, threads. we'll be on there soon. I'm we'll no doubt my mind. soon, yeah. Yep, share, like, all that. Give us a good rating. What do you do on Thread? Rethread us. Rethread us, sure. Thread my needle. Thread. Oh, that sounds like an innuendo there. Thread my needle. Thread Damn. my needle. See my orb. See my orb. Oh, right. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Scenes is a fan-created podcast. We have no affiliation with any of the brand's studios or properties mentioned. All views are our own. Produced and edited by my partner, Rebecca. Music is provided by Epidemic Sound. And the cover artwork was commissioned by Rhiannon Cargo on Twitter or Instagram. See ya.